Pandora's box is about to open wide. Have come to the show. Joe and Hen have come to the show. Joe and Hen have come to the show. Joe and Hen have come to the show. So we're going to Pandora's box, everyone. We have got some special guests in the studio this evening, and um, we go way back with you guys, we really, because we went to school together. <laughs> it's um, Joe and Hen from the very successful Somerset band Shoot the Moon. Thanks for coming Ooh, on, guys. Oh, nice one, man. Cheers. Yeah. Man, no, it's, it's our pleasure to have you guys on. Oh, it's our pleasure to be here. We're big fans, as you well know. Yeah, well, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. As I said it's uh, it's just cool that you guys all listen and that, and um, appreciate it. True friends of the pod true. on the pod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. True friends of the pod. I think you guys are like the first, yeah, like true friends of the pod on the pod, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that. We're big listeners, aren't we? We are, yeah. Yeah, actually, um, the I think you were second on my uh, uh, on my list of... Mate, I'll uh, take that. Yeah. The only, the only guy... <laughs> the, only, the only guy that beat you guys... The only guy that beat you guys was, you know, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And to be fair, if you... If, that's only because he's got more content. Like, yeah, yeah, If you had more, you guys would be top. Ah, right, this nice year, man. more content. <laughs> yeah. More content, Honestly, yeah, more pods. I, I truly believe that. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, bro. You guys are my morning routine. You're like part of my morning routine when I walk to work. Nice, always man. got the box. On. I like the, the the idea that you wake up in the morning and you don't think of your, like your missus or your kid no. or anything. Pandora's <laughs> box. Yeah. Yeah, you... Where are my headphones? Andrew <laughs> <laughs> and Bullwinkle. That's right. In my ears. In my ear holes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like cool though because um, obviously since school you guys have got a, a lot of recognition for for your band and that. So obviously I really respect that and like look up to you guys for um, you know, doing so well with your band and everything. So it's it's cool when you know you hear hear people that obviously you respect for their own accolades sort of appreciating stuff that you do as well it's just cool yeah man mm. yeah well we had a big chat at the uh, cobblestones gig with you guys yeah. didn't we yeah oh that was amazing it was really good because mm. we were all a few beers down and i was speaking <laughs> Mate, to I was you, a lot of beers down. a lot of beers down <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. and it was just a lot of love to and fro in Mate, yeah no and that like inspired me and drew it really did because um obviously we stopped doing the pod for a while and we were just sort of knocking out mystery mondays mm. um you know and it was not like we, we decided that we weren't ever going to do it again but i think we just like needed needed do, like break. special occasion things weren't we like when we get guests yeah. on and stuff rather than trying to do it every week but yeah and we had done it like almost like mm. every week for a year and it's funny because it's funny how like you, you perceive things differently in it but in my head, I felt like they were going like a little bit stale, but then, mm. you know, you were saying, and I remember at the time, you were saying that you just didn't feel like that was the case. Never felt that way. Never no. felt that way. And that was, that was really cool to hear, like, you know, mm. like refreshing. It was r- nice for me to hear that. Yeah. So di- didn't want to like get um, like low on content and stuff of like of interesting content, but then when you're just having a chat yeah. and just kind of shooting I the just, breeze, it doesn't really matter what yeah, you're talking no, about. Exactly. It's just the vibe of yeah. you just like chatting and stuff, yeah. you know, it's like really fun. Uh, yeah, man. I guess mm. I've just always thought like I'd rather just like not 
put out anything at all than bring out something that's just like rubbish or you know like that yeah. saying like it's better to burn out than fade away a bit you know yeah. like, i would say just uh never doubt yourself because cheers, man. i honestly think you guys rock it like, ah, yeah. me and joe like we listen to you like like we said all mm. the time we even have little chats fango like, hard we, fan- <laughs> <laughs> we are fangirls yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, the other guys were like how come we can't come on the pod and they're just not fangirling like, <laughs> yeah. and also yeah they're not cool enough <laughs> not so, <really>. so. <laughs> Oh, mate, that's, that's fucking sound that the other guys wanted to come on. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, they were like, well, why do you guys get to go on? We're like, well, because we're the we cool know, ones. We know yeah, you guys are best. more microphones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we go back the longest, though, don't we? I mean, like I say, yeah. I... I, I I mean, I remember you both from school, but I used to speak to you a lot more yeah. in school, Joe. I remember yeah. because people used to they think we were the we same guys. Yeah, they, they used to dive on my back and be like, Callum! Like, <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, you know, it's because we're obviously stunt doubles. It's only because we don't really look alike now, I but think, at the time we did. Yeah, we both had long hair, we were tall, and yeah. obviously dark from the back. We and looked, like similar build at the time. Yeah, we were, yeah. At the time, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But um, obviously I've filled out since then. <laughs> <laughs> Done some lifting and what you've been doing, man. But... <laughs> yeah, man, hilarious. But, but yeah, I said, it did. Yeah, because I remember I met you through Lyle Durant. That was like the main... That's right. Yeah, we used to skate together. And yeah. I met Lyle through Toby Gaylor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember yeah. Toby? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I got really well with Toby. We had the same, we've got the same birthday. He's exactly a year oh, younger it? than me. Yeah. yeah. And also um, you're with, with Becky. Yeah. 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 All a big, happy family. Look at that. Yeah, it's a small... Well, it is a small world in Bridgewater. Small town. It's a small town. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because it's like... Nowadays, it is really growing. But I feel like, yeah, if you've been around... If you're an old school British person, yeah. you sort of do you sort of, even if you don't know someone, you probably know somebody that knows that person, you know? 100%. Yeah, man. So you ever, you ever listen to like your mum tell a story? And, yeah. and oh, too there's many so times. many branches, isn't there? Yeah. Like she talk about someone and then she's talking about their family for 10 minutes and then she comes back oh, yeah. to the original story. I'm like, how, I don't understand. I don't even know where we are anymore. I don't yeah. know what, what was Gra- the original point. Grandmothers are the worst. Yeah. Grandmothers are the worst for that. But it's because mm. they know everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, and they mention someone's name and they go, oh, isn't that someone? And then they talk about someone else and you're like, I don't know who any of these people are. Lost. Yeah. 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 What was the original point? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the original point of this was either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, I was saying, like, you knew, um, you knew my my old Bay Sally a little bit as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So obviously, like that group of people, obviously would hang out at Sally's house quite yeah. a lot after yeah. school and and that sort of thing. So yeah, we we all knew each other through through that, didn't we? But it's yeah. funny because when we were back in school and like we used to talk and that, I didn't even know that um, you like played music. Well, I didn't really. Mm. I, I, to be honest, with you, I still still don't. <laughs> just like it's a ska band, in so a real count. successful band. Yeah. Yeah. But for 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 me, um, I got to like you choose your options, don't you? When yeah. you get to year ten or whatever, and I was like, well, what's going to be the biggest DOS? <laughs> so, so I choose I chose music. Really? Ironically, I've ended up as a, as a secondary school teacher. Weirdly, mm. do you know what? I didn't even know. That's, yeah, what that's you did. my career, um, which is really ironic because I was awful at school. Um, yeah. And I do fixtures. Obviously, I'm a PE teacher, so I do fixtures. And um, I saw Austin Elliott. Oh, yeah. The rugby, obviously, the rugby guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he still calls me Naughty Joe Warren. Does he? <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, Naughty Joe Warren. Where did you see him to? So, so we do fixtures all the time. So he's still at Hager. He still works there. Oh, right. Um, and then, obviously, when they come and play our lot. So where do, where do you work? T- so I work at BCA, which used to be Sydney more. Oh, uh, okay, school. cool. Yeah, so I work there. I'm um, surprised didn't try and get a job at Haygrove so you could reminisce. Oh, I don't think they'd employ me. Are you, <laughs> that you I allowed to back? Too many records. Doubt it. Yeah, yeah. No, I was um, not particularly well behaved at school, which, is, like I said, is quite ironic considering. 
Yeah, I don't think any of us were, really. No, no. I don't think we were bad by today's standards. But... It depends. Like, naughty, I say. Like, naughty, but Yeah, nice. we weren't, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're like, horrible Like, people. Marmite in No, school. not, like, bullies or anything no, like that. No, but no. I do remember once Mr. Seely bringing me and my mate Jake Harden into... Um, do you guys remember Jake Harden <laughs> yeah, at all? He's an absolute yeah. wild yeah, yeah. man. Like, Crazy. just nut job. <laughs> um, in a nice way. Um, but I remember her <laughs> bringing... <laughs> bringing me and Jake into her um, office and just absolutely just going on one just proper screaming at us you know when you almost like zone out because it's just too much just so it's like zone out and I sort of zoned back in that I was saying like Callum you are officially the fourth naughtiest pupil in your year and then just, just there was like a little pause and then she just turned to Jake and went and Jake you're even worse <laughs> and I just like it was just like one of those things like um to be honest, I think we were both a bit blazed at the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it was like really hard for us just not to burst out laughing. The thing is, yeah. it was never from like a malicious place or anything. Nah, it was never. just everyone was nah. just having a laugh and just yeah, like, yeah. It, you know, yeah. I used to love it in school, like because you were surrounded by all your mates and everything, mm-hmm. you know, it's like now you've yeah. got to like really put some time aside. To, yeah. Unless you're like in a band or something and you get to hang yeah. out, with, you know, yeah, gigs That's the beauty or, of it. And yeah, I suppose yeah. like for you guys, that's the beauty of this. Isn't yeah, it? You're guaranteed it. to meet up like yeah. every Once week. Once a week, yeah. it's yeah. like, and we always have like a bit of a chat, don't we? Like in yeah. stuff before that's like- it. Agony aunt time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Before you press play, you're chatting away. Like, you know. That's yeah. it. It's the same with us, isn't it? Yeah, you know, man. band practice is probably 30% playing music and 70% talking. Mm. Yeah. Getting your grief Being off your idiots, shoulders. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's like cool. an agony art session. It's really funny, 100%. isn't it? But you do need it. Everyone yeah, needs yeah. that. Yeah, man. It's funny yeah. as well, isn't it? How like you hold the things that you concern you in your head seem almost like really crushing. And then if you talk to a mate about it, suddenly it doesn't seem like anywhere yeah. near as much of a big deal. Mm. That's one thing that I always think mm. is like mental. Yeah, 100%. And it's like on it's your own. the you... thing of just getting, just saying it out loud or something and then just yeah. having a chat with it. It's like, oh, actually, yeah. When yeah. you're just dealing <laughs> stuff with stuff with stuff on your own in your head, it seems super intense, doesn't mm-hmm. it? And you just think, man, this is like, it's like proper like, movie style, movie drama, intense, like weighing you down. You think like, man, this is like just so much. I mean, yeah, speak to your mate about it and you're like, Oh yeah, I feel pretty good now. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, for sure. It's an old saying, isn't it? Like my dad used to say it a lot. It's uh, a problem shared, it's a problem halved. It is mm, true, so. though. It sounds like one of those cliche, yeah. like cheesy yeah. things, but it is. But true, it does. Mate. Yeah, once you talk about it, you realise actually it's not not as big a deal as you think it is. It yeah. can go either way in our band as well. Really, oh god, yeah. It? Oh like, yeah. I remember bit... one time you were <laughs> in a pretty dark place and <laughs> yeah. we just crushed you even harder. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Yeah, I was there. Just I'd had a really bad day at work. Like I'm not going to get into it now, but it's one of those days where you just wish it had ended. Like yeah. way before. Just your it life, did. mate. Yeah. Not not the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, then, like, and then it was band practice that night. Yeah, yeah. you're in a bad way. I, and I think you made way. that quite clear. And um, you guys were just like. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were like, you were like, I feel like I could just end it all right now. And and, and just shot up, I went, nobody would miss you. <laughs> so, so yeah, pretty, um, I think pretty I, dark. I ended up just walking out with my head. Just like, you did. Yeah. yeah. We crushed you hard. You crushed me. But like in, you know, it all comes from the nicest place. Cause actually in reality, it wasn't that big a deal. And we look back on it now and it's very funny. Yeah. So. It's a great story. I think yeah. that's a good thing about like mates though. And I think especially like guy mates, <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, yeah, we just sort of rag on each other, but it suddenly, it makes life seem a lot less serious. Yeah. 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 And even if you're taking it seriously at the time, you're like, guys, yeah, I remember think about it, used, it, afterwards it used to really annoy me in school. Like if I was in a bit of a grump, I remember yeah, like one yeah. day, one day, like when I was um, 
it, it was like tutor and like, I had my head down on the desk and that and you and Josh just came home and you were like singing Sad But Drew like, <laughs> <laughs> Sad But Drew yeah, yeah, no, yeah, just like just like, like, and I'm just like oh like you know nice yeah but come on if that's it not going to cheer you out, out it pulls yeah. you out it pulls you out that's it, it does 100% it? that's got to yeah. cheer you up isn't it you know? just brings you back to reality yeah yeah, yeah for, for sure man 100% yeah. but yeah go back to what we were saying like about in school and that I think it's almost like because we were all quite like social sociable weren't we it's like mm. it, it mm. obviously that's a good thing but it makes when you're a teenager it's hard enough to concentrate as it is and then if you like get on with a lot of people yeah. like when i go in class i didn't think for a minute i don't think i ever in any class ever went into a class thinking i wonder what we're going to be learning about today yeah it would be like oh who's in that class oh great i can just mess about with them yeah yeah, yeah. well that's how that's how oh. me and joe got so close really yeah. wasn't it because yeah. we weren't in the same tutor group but no. once we got to year nine they started to Mix push the, mix oh, the yeah. tutors together oh, yeah. and then so me and Joe ended tips. up in the same sort of Cross science swords. group yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're totally, swords. we've been crossing swords ever since yeah. <laughs> that's, that's actually one of the lyrics in the EP isn't it yeah, man. is it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah limp, that's brilliant um, man. limp I probably won't say the word grow hard together crossing swords forever oh <laughs> nice yeah, man, yeah. Dude. yeah that's, um, that's beautiful man yeah and it's, it's like reminiscent of the old days isn't it it's poetic yeah yeah it's like Kyle Gass and Jack Black isn't it yeah yeah you guys, you are the new car. I'm JB, right? right? Yeah, you're JB. This is kind of... It's got more weight on you than you. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll take that. But mm. yeah, like the the science thing is one of my, one of my favourite stories that I always tell um, not the kids at school because it's probably the naughtiest thing we've ever done. What was What's that? this? What in science, so, um, you said? Who was your yeah, teacher? Uh, we had a, a cover teacher, didn't we, for Miss, a long time. Like a cross or something? No, it's... Uh, Oh, it might have been Mrs. Frost. She was on Miss tutor group. Miss no, Cross. Was, was oh, Miss Cross. Weather, weather vane. Oh, weather, yeah. weather, weather bean. Weather bean. We never knew her name. She was such a lovely lady as well, wasn't she? she we was. just we just raised hell all the time. Uh, you just uh, talking about crushing people. You crushed her, I expect. Yeah, but well, she, I think she kind of liked us because we did right. like her, we did care for her. But I think you like, didn't make her cry or anything. No, no. that's but what we, we were like. We in made school. Mrs. Quick yeah. cry, didn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah not deliberately. Yeah, she, I think in yeah, science. she liked us, but it was yeah. just too much sometimes. Yeah, yeah. but we, uh, there, she was dissecting something, wasn't she? One day, and it was a bit yeah. of a bloody mess. And uh, me and Henners, being the Tom and Jerry characters we are, were um, like you know the gas hoses you get in yeah. Bunsen burners. Yeah, we stuck one of those on one of the taps, like a water tap, and Hen was holding one end, I was holding the other, and it was filling up like a like literally like a cartoon and it just went and it like hit everything and blood went all over everyone and we we were in so much trouble (laughs) and I remember getting sent out and Mr. Seely who was the deputy head just like screaming at us and Hen does this really gormless face and, just, yeah. and he was just getting annihilated can you try and, can you try and do the face uh, i got to try it's, it's just it's like good. a completely like you said zoned out it was he wasn't listening to the guy <laughs> and he was yelling full bean in Hen's face and Hen was just like, uh. <laughs> just like step, yeah. and, and I caught a glimpse of him and you know when you just you can't laugh but you, yeah. you have yeah, to and yeah. I was gone you know yeah, I was yeah. like <laughs> like rimming up so you just started laughing and I yeah. just burst out laughing in the guy's face and he sent me straight to like the head who was yeah. terrifying when he Mr. Ward. Mr. Ward oh my yeah. god such a shiny head dude he wow. threw my planner in the bin told me to find a new school I cried I cried hard <laughs> oh. <laughs> what Mate. because of that yeah yeah, yeah, wow. yeah man that was, uh, that was from that yeah from that my gormous face it was your <laughs> face your fault man yeah yeah Fully yeah your fault. Uh, so much damage your, yeah. your gormous face can wreak but yeah yeah man yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> but I remember you not getting in much. You were sent back into class. <laughs> I was like in the dad's office getting absolutely annihilated. Yeah. Just because I'd laughed at your doofus face. That yeah. dead face worked. Just Yeah. yeah, yeah. 100%. Right, not for me, though. Killed me. <laughs> yeah. Killed him. Yeah. Broke me. To be fair, I mean, I think, like, you know. I can see why you got so upset. I mean, you know, it's it's freaky though, isn't it? If the head says that you're going to have to to move schools or something. Oh yeah, because for a split like, second you take him seriously. Like afterwards, in hindsight, you're like, oh, he's just trying to shake you up. But. Dude, the, the guy was Kobe Bryant, man. I swear the bin was like that far away. <laughs> he threw my plan up. He must have done it so many times as well. He was like, you know, he'd been, he'd been practicing for years. Hundred percent. One time, that oh, he could, like, you know, and, then, and get it it straight out. up, he goes, "You won't be needing that anymore because you're going to need to find another school." And I was just, Ooh. and that was it, man. I was gone. I was thinking, I'm going to die when I get home. My mum would kill me. Yeah, yeah. Like, my yeah. mum's an Italian lady, so I was dead meat. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, I'm dead. Gonna die. Slapping you. Well, and she, she would have hit me now with a slipper from here. I reckon. Yeah. If she wanted to, you know? <laughs> no more spaghetti meatball for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I think it was at the time you were probably like on your last warning as well. Yeah, fully. So like, yeah. you know, I remember us getting like a few strikes, and you're up there. You know, yeah. and I think this was like your last yeah. strike. Yeah, I was definitely up there. So yeah. how did you not get? I, I I groveled hard. Oh, I cried and groveled, and I was like, "I'll do better. I won't do yeah. it again." Like I'm I really think, so, it, but yeah. it wasn't our intention. Like to no, no, no. You know, we just thought it'd be really funny to blow up this huge yeah. thing and water I mean, it fly was, over. It sounds it was, really funny. It was man. funny. It was, yeah, yeah. Uh, looking back now, it's super funny. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It is funny. Yeah. <laughs> but like when you're a teenager, that as well, no, you're so but, busy just doing no stuff. You don't think about you yeah. don't think about stuff. You're just too nah. busy doing stuff. Yeah. And the thing is, like from my point of view now, sorry, Drew, being being a teacher. Like, I'm like, I'll oh, kill them if they did that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd, be yeah. the, I'd be the guy yelling at them. I bet as a PE teacher, though, it's fun because I remember yeah, I always used to think that the PE te- teachers had it easiest because I remember how mm. much, how funny it was in hindsight. You know, if like, say, yeah, like Mr. Elliot or something would be like in PE with him. And if you just talk, you'd just be like, run around the pitch. Yeah. And then if you like come back and if you say like one word, just like, run around the pitch again. And I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. mate, it must be so fun just, just to do yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Just like, yeah, you can't, you can, you have a different relationship, I think, as a PE teacher. Um, but then, you, you do have to obviously follow the same mm. system. But mm. yeah, I think I think because for a lot of like the naughty kids, certainly for me, and probably for, you probably agree that PE is like a bit of an outlet. Mm. You, you oh, want to yeah. just burn off all that I yeah. crazy love, I love energy PE, you got man. when you're young, you know? Yeah. like mm. And that's that's part of why you're like act like an idiot in class because you're just trying to sit down and concentrate loads of pent up energy yeah, that dude. you just want to be doing all stuff. All those hormones and stuff buzzing around your body and mm. you're just sat there trying to keep all that still yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny because a lot of people like peas are very marmite subject in it because a lot of kids mm-hmm. like, hate it yeah do. and then the other half love it and there yep. doesn't really seem to be that much in between like, i used to absolutely love it yeah you know, like, become like I, could, I remember mm. like when i first started playing rugby in year seven i just couldn't believe that like you'd just be like applauded for just running around for 80 minutes just taking people out <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. if you did that in any other scenario in school you'd get like told off but yeah. and suddenly you're like a hero <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That was right up our street as well because we always just pray around and fight, didn't we? All the yeah, time. man. Yeah, I remember like wrestling you quite a lot yeah. in school and stuff yeah. too. Yeah, because yeah, just... we were like the same size. So we were like, well, it's, that's a natural competition. Yeah. We just fight each other. Yeah, probably about the same like height and weight yeah. probably at the time. Yeah. About the same, yeah. So it's just like... We used to scrap all the time. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I do miss fun. those days. Good times. Yeah, that's what, and one thing I think is like almost like a shame about being an adult is when you're like a teenager... If someone, like one of your mates or just anybody annoys you, you can sort of like go and fight them and it's not too much of a big deal. No. But <laughs> it's that... just something you don't really do when you're an adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's just like, it just would just escalate. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Really badly. Mm-hmm. And it's, but, but it sucks. <laughs> but it sucks in a way, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, I have to be so civilised. Mm. That's why you go judo, man. Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> do you <know> flip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. think when it's amongst friends, you can get away with it still. Because in the band, yeah. like I've I've had a few moments where I've like slapped one of them really hard in the face as a oh, joke. Oh really? And um, they've just had enough of it, so they've wrestled me to the floor and just like roughed me up a little bit. Mm. You know, you can do it. Around, you can do it. Usually after a few drinks. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like the right friend though. Like certain friends, you know, would probably get genuinely upset. Do you, yeah. know, do you know what I mean? And then because yeah. you don't want to upset your mate too much. It's like, I couldn't imagine doing that in DBK, man. Like at our band. No. <laughs> yeah. no. no. Different, different group of friends. Different band. Yeah, yeah, yeah different, different band. Different band. Well, I mean, we've we been playing literally like, and, and for, we were in school together and we were yeah. fighting in school together. Mm. And, you know, like it hasn't really changed. The dynamic hasn't changed that That's much. That's good. That's good that it hasn't changed. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think like, there's never really been a power dynamic in the band. There's never been like... That's awesome, man. It's, it's always just been like, six or seven friends just yep. being idiots and those that can't handle that's it, what you want mate those that can't handle it are, are out pretty quick aren't they <laughs> yeah. but that's, that's really good because that's checking egos yeah. though isn't it even, even our management companies we've had like three or four now and they last a year they're like screw you guys we can't handle you <laughs> yeah yeah like, yeah because we're just, just idiots we're just idiots yeah right? we are mm. yeah but that's, 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 that's beautiful though manage yourselves now and it's much easier that way it is for sure I think it it's frustrating thing. at times mm. because like work. when you're trying to organise things as yeah. well and you've got six idiots to try and organise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it, it becomes like an impossible task, and it can yeah. be frustrating. Like we've we've gone through like Soulman was in charge of booking stuff and getting us to places on time, and then he was like, "I've had enough of this. You guys are idiots." Mm, and then yeah. Hen did it for a while, and he's like, "I've had enough of this. You're idiots." And then I did it for a while, and I was like, "I've had enough of this. You guys are idiots." So now and we're now just so, gigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I like. I think um, Jay's taken it on, but Jay's so like laid back that it, nothing phases him so ah, cool. if we're late for stuff he's like nah whatever man you know we're just I can't play now mm, <laughs> so mm. I've got a, I've got an Olympic weight bench downstairs that Jay yeah, sold to me he hooked yeah. you up yeah, it's just like downstairs just like okay. <laughs> downstairs yeah he's a good dude yeah man yeah Sam I'd say I don't know him that well but he's super, mm. super sound like a well, well, nicest guy that. yeah nicest guy you'll ever meet he's, yeah it's just too nice really yeah. Hey, I don't think there's any such thing, but I know what you mean. Like, it, well, it depends what you mean by that, I guess. I mean, we take advantage of him, don't we? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you kind hearted. Yeah, like I think it, I don't you know? think there should be anything as not, as, as, like, as being too much of a nice guy. But yeah, you, people like that do yeah. tend to get taken advantage. He's just of. really kind hearted, you know. Yeah. Like he never ever has any malintent in anything he does. That's ever. lovely, though, isn't it? Yeah, he's just a really nice guy, really nice yeah. dude, and like naturally funny. Yeah, like just like dumb. Yeah, d- just <laughs> you know, like if you could fly on the wall, his life. Yeah, you'd you'd. Endless entertainment because mm-hmm. it's just so stupid. That's yeah, brilliant, you know? man. That's freaking brilliant. Yeah, in like a in like a sort of blonde, dumb American kind of. Don't know, like you know, like Stifler was funny because yeah. he was stupid. That's mm. that's kind of it's Jay big. funny, isn't yeah. it? He's beautiful, yeah. which helps. Yeah, he's a real handsome guy, which mm. obviously he's fighting pretty, his corner for him. Pretty boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Without yeah. that, he'd uh, he'd have nothing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he'd just be lost, mate. Yeah. You guys wouldn't even let him in the band. Mm. Nah. He's well, just like he, bringing in the ladies. He's not a bad <laughs> trumpet player, to be fair to him. I never yeah. tell him that, but he's. Right. <laughs> so, like, when did you, when did you guys even um like start shoot the moon then? School, wasn't it? Was it actually mm. while you were still in school? Yeah, oh, going, going back to science lessons. It was me and Joe just sat next to each other. Yeah. We should have been listening to like the periodic table or whatever. Yeah, but we were just like, you know, designing logos for vans. Designing logos <laughs> that for didn't bands. exist yet. Yeah, we couldn't play any instruments yet, but we were in a band. All you right. had a drum set, and you could play bass a little bit though. Yeah, and so I, you couldn't I was play. Neither drums. of you could play guitar at all. No, Not really. No. no. Like I said, I, I only started learning guitar when I was in year ten. Because yeah. I got into music class, yeah. and Mr. Orm was like, "What instruments does everyone play?" And he got to me, and I was like, um. <laughs> "Nothing. I don't play anything." And he was like, "Well, you better learn because you've got two years to get a yeah. GCSE." Mm. Um, yeah. So you start playing guitar then? Knuckle yeah. Down. So did, yeah. You, did you get yourself a guitar like to play at home and stuff? Like, yeah, um, yeah. But I think I bought a crappy. Was it the vintage? The first one? No, 
it might have been or might be like some sort of gold telecaster uh, copy thing oh, yeah. um which i bought off some dude in in taunton who my dad knew <clears throat> Um, Dad knew everybody. He was like one of those. One of those guys knows yeah. everybody. Yeah, I get you a guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Handy. And uh, a guy used to play. It was it was a real nice set. It was a quite a basic guitar, but he'd put on really nice pickups. Oh, and, you cool. know, oh, really nice. looked after it. Mm-hmm. Um, Customized it. Yeah, so it was quite a nice guitar in the end. Um, but yeah, just just sort of jammed that for a while because I didn't really know how seriously I was going to take it. Um, and then Tom, who came back and joined the band later on, yeah, um, taught me a fair bit of how to play guitar. Ed Butterworth taught me how to play. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ed actually recorded the first part of one of my tracks for a GCSE because I didn't know how to play. Yeah. He was like, I'll do the guitar part and you just sing. And I was mm. like, I don't sing. And he was like, well, you're going to have to because otherwise I know it wasn't you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he recorded the guitar. Um, oh, so like it was supposed to be you doing the yeah, guitar. Yeah, yeah. But yeah he it was did supposed it. to be playing and singing. Yeah, because <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't play it. Dude, it was only yeah, like three yeah, chords yeah. and I couldn't even do that. You know, really? I literally had never touched a guitar in my life. And I was just like, I don't actually know how to play this thing mm. at all. Mm. So... I just thought I'd, I'll pick that one because it might, you know... Might be might, the easiest. Yeah, and the girls will like me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, by the end of year 11, could you play a bit then? Yeah, I, d- I got an A. Yeah. I, I managed to get an A in, nice. in GCSE music. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, Tom taught me power chords, which is, like, so you the need. grail when you're young. So you need, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, you, you could play... Oh, the first, like, five everything. years of your guitar and yeah. it's pretty much just power yeah, chords. And, and yeah, and, like, with, by the end of year 10, I was nailing out the power chords and writing yeah. music. You could so play... is that when you guys kind of um, first started, like, jamming and properly in a yeah, band? I, what, year 11? So when did you start playing guitar? When did you start playing guitar? You were playing, I picked up the yeah. bass guitar in, like, maybe year eight or nine. Right. Um, and I was playing that, like, in a couple of school bands doing, like, Nirvana medleys at the talent show and stuff. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... What inspired? Yeah, exactly. Do 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 do. Classic. Exactly. That. <laughs> I have a learn on guitar. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. That. Yeah. Everyone smoke on the water. White stripes. Yeah, yeah. and that. oh, dude, that's the first thing we played together, do, isn't it? White stripes. Do, I played drums do, and Hen played the bass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was the drummer of the band for like six weeks. Because I, yeah. I remember like Nath Riddler. Yeah, yeah, I was a singer. singer. Yeah, and yeah. Nath, was that like yeah. the first proper singer? You, yeah, you guys yeah. Had? That's yeah. how it started. That's what I remember. Yeah, and then he sixteen. He became a dad. Was he 15 or so? he was 16, wasn't he? Something along those lines. 18, he, maybe. No, I was, I'm pretty sure he was a bit younger than that because yeah. we. And then, like, his singing just, career was over by then, right? Mm. I think. Yeah, I mean, he just. It, obviously, his priorities changed. Yeah, he didn't yeah, turn so up to anything anymore. And we were just like, well. We're playing in the deep end. Yeah, well, I mean, so the guys were like, you know all the words, you sing. And I was like, what? And they were like, you wrote them, you sing it. Mm. So that's basically how I became a singer. I was yeah. pushed wow, by that's Woody. cool, man. So, but. Um, it suits perfectly, though. I mean, like your vocals suit the band perfectly. I appreciate that. I always worry about my vocals because I spent a lot of years getting rinsed by this lot about. (laughs) When it comes down to it, we do tell you that you're good though because when we have practices or like, you know, at times when you're not there and we're all trying to do your bit, yeah. it never sounds as good. So mm. we, we do need you. <laughs> like Thanks, desperate, desperately need you. The lead yeah. singer's indispensable. Yeah. 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 Thanks, bro. Yeah. Sorry, and going, going back to you then, man. So you, you were playing bass for a while. So when did you pick bass. up... So did you go straight from... So did, were you a bass guitarist at first? Were you in the studio? Yes. So I taught Limo how to play the bass. I was never a bass player oh, in right. Germany. I, remember I forgot I, that Limo was your bassist. Yeah, 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 yeah. I taught Limo how to play the bass. So then Limo became the bassist. Right. Which made me the second guitarist. But I didn't know how to play guitar. Neither so, did I. So, so both t- guitarists in the band didn't know how to play guitar. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That's so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Yeah. So all my guitar like riffs are just pistols. like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah. I love it as well, though. Like, when you start 
playing an instrument like the the reason you guys almost did it was like to do band stuff mm-hmm. yeah. rather than like now I think people will like real want to get amazing virtuosos at, at guitar and then they'll yeah, yeah. like want to join a band or maybe they don't even do that they just play guitar right. but yeah, when we were in school because it was like how we all started as well mm-hmm. wasn't it like yeah. we were going around Nicky C's um, yeah, grandma's, his grandmother's garage, like, garage yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. and it was always like we wanted to do Put band stuff on the wolf. before yeah, dude. Mate. Getting good on the playing Soulman's you know? garage for years and yeah. years, and his neighbours hated it. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. by the time we got quite good, they were really glad, uh, really upset when we like stopped really? playing in the garage. Yeah, they were like knocking on the door, going, "Why aren't you practicing?" I bet nowadays they like brag to their mates about it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, he, so yeah, Limo started playing the bass, but we we didn't really have a drummer, and we flitted through a couple, didn't we? Like your brother played drums for a little while for like two weeks, and then mm. Ed came and played drums, but he was in another band, and mm. then. Uh, Nath Draper played drums. Sorry, Ed who? Butterworth. Oh, Ed, sorry, again. Because yeah. he had some rhythm. Like, right, he yeah, couldn't yeah. play drums, yeah, yeah. really, but he was better yeah. than any worse. he just came for a jam. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, Nath Draper was our drummer for a while. And he, he rings, rings a bell, was he in the groove? Yeah, yeah, same, yeah, yeah, same year as us. Big guy. Yeah, yeah. Real nice guy again. Yeah. Um, and he, he was actually a drummer, and he was he was by far better than any of us. Right. And none of us could play, really, and he actually could play. And he Fair knew. Play. He and knew he knew. Yeah. And he was looking around going, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, here's <laughs> these guys. Yeah, these guys suck. Yeah, and, uh, and we did. And I'm good. Yeah. And we were like, right, this isn't going to work out. We need someone who sucks equally as hard as we do. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Introducing Soul Man. In came yeah. Soul Man yeah. as our only friend with a job because his mum owned a pub. He was sticking up for the skill team. So mm. he had the money in his bank to buy a drum set. He was the only person we knew that would have money to buy Is drums. Is that Mark? No, that's no, Scott. Scott. Scott, sorry. Scott. Yeah. So Scott. Man, the drum, drummer. Right. So he, he was oh, like... Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scotty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't realise that was what you called him. Yeah, because obviously yeah, I remember sorry, him from yeah. back in school. Yeah, obviously. Scott, yeah. So he's, he's, his name is Scott, Scott Owen Lewington, which is Sol. So we just uh, so right. Man, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, so Makes he, sense. yeah, he had he had the money basically to buy a drum set. Didn't yeah. He? So we were like, dude, just buy drums. We need a drummer, so just buy drums, and it doesn't oh, matter. So if he you couldn't can't play. play drums no, no, at, no, all. at all. No, no I still love can't. That. I love Mate, that. your your band's like story is hilarious. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. even sound real. No, it doesn't no, make no, sense none of us could play. Considering how successful you guys have become, but like if 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 someone who actually plays an instrument, like Drew, would watch my guitar technique and be like, "That's horrendous, dude." No, no, I don't think so. But but I love your Boogie Ant-Man as well. By the time we were in year 11... Self-taught, all of us. Mm, Yeah, yeah. By the time we were in year 11, Drew was already awesome. Oh, yeah, Yeah. Drew's sick, yeah. Like, by the time we were like... Yeah, by the time we were like... Year year 10, he was already, like, pretty darn good. But, like, Drew's, like, progress was pretty rapid. Right, because right. we all started like us guys. I was, was more like that thing, like sit in my bedroom on yeah. my own, like just yeah. kind yeah. of like. And I think Drew Joe Satriani. I think you benefited <laughs> from being a late developer because by the time I was in like year nine, I was like chicks, all about yeah, chicks <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, going yeah. out with my mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, well, I didn't Drew even was get pubes a bit behind. Until I was like yeah. seventeen or something. <laughs> <laughs> even though, even though you were one of my best mates, we would majority of the time we would hang out at school. Yeah, or, you'd like, be get, and I'm getting wasted and seeing chicks. Or we'd like home, like well, we'd like stay each other around each other's house, but like you didn't you wouldn't like come out like in town with me no, and, no. and you weren't like sort of really yeah, seen girls yeah my parents were pretty like... strict as well like yeah. I couldn't really drink until I was like 18 really like you know um, but to it, me it was whenever funny. I came around like Callum's because your your, your yeah. parents are way more liberal and stuff and just oh, like I'd just be like just passing out vodka guys, yeah. You know? yeah that surprised um, me man because your mum's quite liberal she's like arty isn't she yeah just, that's surprising. it wasn't your mum really was it it was more no, your dad yeah and like they were just super strict parents like because I was like the first first child oh, and stuff as well. Right. I think yeah, I yeah. kind of got all the brunt of that. Right, it's yeah. like, oh, we got to do mm. it right as parents and stuff. And yeah. they were always a lot more strict. Like, 
even um, my sisters and stuff like they were always allowed like boyfriends around right. like stay over and stuff like like after kind of me but I wasn't even like even when mm. a girlfriend would stay around like I'd have to sleep on the sofa you know what I mean right, it was right, like right, that kind yeah. of thing yeah, so, yeah come around yeah, mine would be like a completely different around mine like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> having like parties around mine well, it was kind of like that yeah. with you to be fair as well your house is pretty liberal yeah and like yeah. you know we camp out in the garden you basically lived in a shed mm, yeah <laughs> I did yeah that's where we, that's where we first man. started the band wasn't it in the yeah. shed I think yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome that dude. was one of our first band practice venues wasn't it I suppose yeah. and then your mum moved house yeah so we had to find somewhere else and Soul Man had a garage so we practised in a garage much to the dismay of his neighbours for a long time <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then when did we go we We've been, we've been all over. Yeah, really, we've a we? lot like, of yeah, places, skittle alleys, and all sorts of places. Mm, like yeah. horrendous. So, bear, bearing in mind that like none of you guys could play your instruments, what would you guys do when you would be at band practice? Do you know what I mean? Because, like, to me, I'm like, well, if you couldn't play an instrument, like, would, how you would you try you even... and write your own songs first? Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, didn't, we, didn't, yeah, oh, we just wrote cool, our own. We, yeah. we never really played anybody else's stuff at mm, all. In the long run, that's really beneficial, though. I think, isn't it? In the long run, yeah. I think it's all. I think like it really helps you individually as a player to learn other people's songs because it like. You know, it helps you along the way pick on up your techniques. instrument and pick up mm, techniques yeah, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. But like, we never did that as a band, did we? We no. all, we always just maybe. whenever we went into band practice, it was like, right, who's got a song? Who's got a riff? Who's got mm. like, what can we do? Or it would just be a jam. That's mm. so cool. That's yeah. me, and, me and Drew were talking earlier on, and it's like, this just feeds in perfectly. Is we were talking about the differences. Um, I was basically I was saying how I watched um, like Grimes on Lex Friedman's podcast. I actually listened to it yesterday. It was really interesting. It wasn't like a new podcast. It was like, like six months ago or something. But I listened to it last night. And um, she was going on about how so you know um, she sees like creativity as like a muscle. You know, what I mean, you have to like you have to like develop the muscle. And you have to work on it constantly. And if you don't, mm-hmm. it, it will like atrophy. It fizzles out. Yeah. And she was saying how like she knows some this like amazing guitarist who she like hangs out with in the studio in, in California. And she said that he's like proper like Eddie Van Halen level guitarist. And he's like in his forties. And and one day, you know, she said to him like where they were just hanging around after they'd been doing some stuff. And she said, you know, like how come you've never like done an album or never knocked anything out. And, you know, this guy's been like a, a, such a successful session guitarist for like m- amazing, massive names in, mm-hmm. in like, you know, in California. And he was just like, I can't. And she was like, what do you mean? And he was like, I just can't write music. And she was like, it almost like spun mm. her out that a guy yeah. that's that good at his <clears throat> instrument was like saying that he physically could not write music, like couldn't can't write a tune. It's the yeah. creativity, isn't it? I think, yeah. yeah, definitely. So you guys are like almost like the opposite of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? yeah, like, yeah your creativity, your yeah. creativity is like you guys are amazing, but then your technique, you know, obviously yeah. at the start anyway. Well, I yeah. think was like true. I think learning a bit of music theory definitely helped, like mm. um, going to college and, yeah. and writing things down actually on on music paper and stuff. Um, I got this program like uh, where you could tab out stuff. Oh, power tab. Or- yeah, I was guitar guitar pro. Oh thing, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, yeah. I would literally start to finish write every part of every song for a while. Didn't yeah, I? And yeah. I came to, I came to you guys with every part of every song for a long yeah. time. Like even the brass lines and stuff. I, wow. I worked out that it was like man. a tone away from a guitar and I was like, well, I could I could write that. That's, that's cool. And I'd have a melody in my head and I'd put it down onto the computer. Yeah. Sound. And then I would yeah. literally walk into a room and go, you're playing this, you're playing this, you're yeah. playing that, you're playing that. Mm. And it and it wasn't like, I didn't know how to write it down necessarily. Mm. I would tap it into a computer and I'd go, oh, that doesn't sound right. And then I'd shift it yeah. and put it where it should, should be. You know, like yeah. what, I don't really have that much musical knowledge at all but I could write a song you mm. know yeah. like I could you know, write it sounds down. good yeah. yeah I mean that was so helpful Guitar Pro Man as well yeah. I, used to, I used to love that like yeah we used to use that in GCSE yeah, yeah that was what got me like a, a, good, a good grade yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure man just having, being able to type it <laughs> and because like, I didn't necessarily like read 
uh, proper notation no. for like guitar. No. But you had the tabs, and then it would turn it yeah. all into notation and you would be at able the top. To see it. And it's yeah. like you could hand that in and be like, "Yeah, it's completely makes you feel like a Beethoven." Yeah, it did. And like, yeah. and and being able to like even so, so I'm I'm sort of a feel writer. So when mm. I write stuff, I I already know how the drum should sound. Like, mm. and I I if it doesn't sound like that, I'm like, nah, it's not quite the, the vibe that I'm going for. Yeah, um, that's. I think that's so good, though, man, because you've already got that vision. Yeah. So then it's easy to write. Yeah. It's, and it, you can direct. You know what I mean? You're directing the, yeah. the band, you know? But then as we've got older, that's sort of shifted, hasn't it? I think. Like when we were when we were a bit younger, I did a lot of that. But, yeah. But then going forwards, people started to sort of take their own ideas. And I don't know, I don't think it's, I had creative control so much. I think I just brought a lot of stuff yeah. and, and everyone went, okay, cool. Yeah, let's play that. Mm. Yeah. Um, but like now there's a, a huge amount of other people going, well, I've got this and I've got that. And, and then we, we, collaborate a lot more than we than we ever used to i think yeah i think yeah. i think with stuff like that obviously you guys have like gone through quite a lot of different me- band members so haven't many. you yeah and i think that it's like as long as you have musicians that you're playing with that you you trust and you respect them as musicians you're much more happy to just let them mm-hmm. do what they want i think the cause remain the same isn't it me and you have always been there soul yeah. man's always been there mm-hmm. yeah a sharp boy's pretty much always been there mm-hmm. um and then it was just the brass, really, that chopped and changed. The bassist a couple yeah, of times, um, wasn't it? Higgsy used to be in your... Band yeah, Higgsy was in there, he's, yeah. he's a sound guy, isn't he? He's a good dude, yeah. 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 Um, but There's, yeah, brass members... We've had countless brass members, yeah. really, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if we, I think if everyone that had ever been our, in, a, in our band was like on the stage at once, there'd probably be about 25 people. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, because um, maybe 20, 25 what's, people. Jay's brother used to be in a band, didn't he? Chris, yeah. 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 So um, he was in there for a long time. I never thought he'd leave, actually. I, I thought he'd be like uh, an OG. Yeah. And, um, now he pl- and now he wants to play weddings. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be quite cool, didn't he, when he was in our band? And now again, he's got nothing going for him now, really. <laughs> <laughs> when he was a sax player in Shoot the Moon, he was, he was the boy, top wasn't he? Game, wasn't he? And now he's a sax player at like Sarah's wedding. <laughs> how, Sarah. how, how lame is that? Screw Sarah. <laughs> like, Who even is Sarah? And so I just made her up. Screw that lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goddamn yeah. sex. But I think... Um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's no real bitterness there. I think he's just been a prat, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was a, a a brilliant brilliant member of the band and actually an incredible musician. Yeah. Um. And I think in reality, is not a lot of money in playing music unless yeah. you are, you know, a big dog. Oh yeah. There's no yeah. money. Really. I mean, the thing is, is like obviously when there's a by, lot of members in the band, and stuff, certainly, so yeah. like, by, by local standards, you guys are really successful. But yeah, I think music's one of those things. It's a bit like acting, isn't it? It's like mm. unless you're in like the top. Yeah, you're like getting peanuts. One percent. Yeah, maybe yeah. not even. Maybe even higher than that. It's yeah. like you. Yeah, you're not. It's not enough to live. You off. know, even if you, even if you're asking for big enough money for a show, like if if we rolled in somewhere and said, look, it's a grand. Mm. That's there's still like seven of us to split that between. Yeah, it's not actually exactly. that much when exactly. you think about the writing yeah. process mm. and how much yeah. time goes into that, and then the practice in the rehearsals, the yeah. space to rehearse in, yeah. getting there, getting back, that time away from your family, that kind of thing. Actually, a yeah. hundred quid is like, pfft, yes, nothing. It's not worth it. You, yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. you have to um, really love it, don't you? you yeah, you to, do. Like, you have to love what you're doing, mm. and yeah. you have to. Pa- it's almost like a it. little bit of pocket money, uh, like yeah, a bit of extra. Yeah, if that's the way you see it. Yeah, I think he just fell out of love of it, really. Yeah. I think so. for him, him, he obviously has got to a point where he, he knows he's very good at what he does and he can make money, actually make money doing it. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, his weekends that he was spending playing with us are not really making money. He can go and, and charge his own 500 quid for a wedding or whatever and say, oh, well, I'll keep all of that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's, yeah, that's Which, you know, yeah. is, where, is probably where his head was at in, in some ways and maybe it was pretty hard graft, wasn't it? Pre-COVID, I think we were 
grafting yeah. hard. Mm. Well, it's a bit like, you know, we were talking about um, Joe Wynn earlier on. He's a bit similar in that regard. So, like, you know, he's in, um, is it Snapper? Yeah, so, Snapper. Yeah. And, like, you know, um, he makes quite a lot of money being mm-hmm. the guitarist of Snapper. Yep. Um, you know, he, he used to be in sort of bands playing his own material and stuff like that, but he yeah. didn't make any money. And I think for Joe... But he really wanted to do it as a career still, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, really and I think, to, you know, like, yeah. he loves music. He doesn't necessarily care at this stage in his life where he's got like a kid and blah, 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 about making it. Like, you know, when you're like a teenager, you know, I want to be like the next whatever, yeah. whether it's like Nirvana or Metallica or whatever, aren't they? And then he's not... That's that part of his life's gone. He just... He's really happy to make, you know, hundreds and hundreds of pounds every gig with Snapper. Like, that's pretty much what he is. Like, he, yeah. he pretty much is like... Yeah. You know, because they do, like, something like five gigs a week or yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah, they do. So, like, the majority of Joe's... as well, but yeah. they're really good at what they do. Mm. The majority of their inco- uh, Joe's income is actually through the band. So I think he's just really happy that he's doing that. He doesn't care that he's playing covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's fair. Whereas, yeah. like, you know, our, our friend Josh, Josh mm. Aist, you know, Josh would, like hate it's like mm. selling his soul yeah he yeah, literally yeah, yeah. he it. would like he would like rather die that yeah. was what was so hard in the, in the band covers. as well yeah. because like we a lot of the gigs we wouldn't even get paid for deep yeah. for death by kai so we'd be like driving metal up band, to like burning so hard and, stuff, and, and, like, and it same was scar band dude like yeah. it's the same sort of thing yeah 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 but i've always um like really like respected any musicians that are just going out and 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 can you know get paid for gigs full stop because it's hard to get a paid gig like a lot of the time you know so you guys i always like been smashing it and you know it's 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 hard because there's lots of members but you were always doing it and i i respected that so much like i do you know it's it's awesome well we we we, we drove all the way to germany once which is a long old way in a (laughs) transit van yeah we Uh, did we played a few shows i think the third show on the tour um, hamlin Hamlin. Hamlin and um, pipe, the only pipe, people yeah. there was the uh, the guy that booked us the bar staff really? yeah, yeah, yeah. the bar staff yeah and and maybe one guy came in and was hammered and we were like we, we were like where is everyone and he was like oh there's a festival up the road so you guys have really like <laughs> locked yeah. out here yeah, so made time. a terrible choice yeah. but we had time. the gig of our lives really? that night yeah and there was three people watching well, but yeah. you just had so much fun we, we, just, we played so well we as well, so well. Like, yeah. ev- and oh, every time nice. we play a show everyone's like Play it like Hamlin. Yeah. Because we <laughs> smashed it so hard. Yeah, we killed it, mate. Honestly, They're the moments. Yeah. They're the moments in yeah. you fit and how good it was. And it's just like, oh, those three yeah, people, that's why I do it. Those three people had the best gig <laughs> of their lives. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but, you it's know. It's like tribute. Yeah, honestly. We played so, so well that night. Yeah, Everyone was on it. Mm. But, and like... The vibe was good. It was yeah. really weird. It was like a killer band practice. You know? Yeah, yeah, really that's strange. awesome, man. Yeah, I always like, remember that. But yeah, that was a cool show. That is a hilarious. I mean, obviously we've played show. to more than three people, but that was yeah. that was a really we did kill that show, which was we really, really ironic because there's no one there. So, yeah. yeah, but like you said, like tribute. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it's like yeah. the best song in the world, and Ooh. no one's there. Yeah. That's hilarious, man. So like, yeah. when when did you guys? So when you, once you sort of actually started like writing songs, and you know you felt like you were knocking them out right. Um, when did you start feeling like you were actually doing pretty well, like on the local scene? Because you guys have played some pretty big gigs, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, we have, yeah. I think <clears throat> whenever I look back at like uh, past gigs yeah. and stuff, like any of them that have ever been recorded, like, I look back and I sort of cringe a little mm. bit. Like, yeah. And I, I honestly think that we're at the point now where we've, we're better than we've ever been. Mate, you guys went, because you, how long ago, it was like a month ago or something, you had a gig in yeah. Colson. That was a freaking amazing gig. Mm. Yeah. We, 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 were to- we were really tight, like pre-COVID, because we were yeah. touring, the, we were just Playing all, like, like 100 shows a year at least. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We, we were like yeah. killing it then. 
And that was a point in our lives where we thought that we were the best band in the world as well, which was cool. <laughs> yeah. Like we actually believed it. We were like, we kill the game. We, we, and, uh, if you don't we, believe it though, how yeah. can you expect that? We, yeah. we were on it. Like mm, everyone yeah. was really tight. Like the whole band knew, like you could play the set you backwards, you know? Like <laughs> everyone knew yeah. what song was next without, there was no set lists on stage oh, or anything. Nice, you know, we man. played enough yeah. shows to the point where yeah. we were just that's like- That's amazing, man. Just, we just, mm, that's, that's the flow. That's how we go. The segues were all perfect. We were like mm. knocking shows No going through the motions, no willy nilly half. Fast, no. Like, no. Um, yeah. But then it got to COVID, didn't it? And everything shut down. It did, but at, weirdly enough, it was a really good time for us, or for me personally, because like I, we'd done it so much, I kind of just had enough, mm. and like a few of us were feeling the same out. thing. We were burnt mm. out, but it wasn't it's burnt out. out from being in the band. It was burnt out from just giving too much constantly. Mm. Mm. I remember you saying about that, and I really, yeah. really just wanted to take a step back and just like record and smell write, the daisies um, write, write some new music because essentially I was getting bored of playing the same 12 songs like every mm. night it's fair enough yeah. man and it was killing it like it was killing me so like the pandemic came at a really good time for me personally because we actually we could all take a step back and just like write a new set list write, we write a whole new EP didn't we like, yeah. one of the worst things to, is to get complacent isn't it yeah you know like, I think um for us, obviously, you, you probably know this as musicians. When you write a new song, you're like, right, let's get rid of the old ones because you're mm. like, you're writing mm. new stuff, and you're mm. like, that's what I want to sound like. Why are we still playing that? And mm. I think we got to a point where we'd been playing the same set list for about a year because probably, we, yeah. we we hadn't been writing anything because we'd literally been on the road playing and there was no time. And we'd get to band practice and be like, right, what should we do? Better not start writing a new song because we've got to play another show this weekend. We better get tight on the set mm. and then go and play it. You know, so. Um, mm we were just literally doing the same thing over and over again almost, yeah. um, which made us really good at it, mm. but also like... Lost a bit of the magic yeah, of what lost it's the like. Magic. Yeah, for sure. And I think like mm. with COVID, we kind of, I think it made everyone realise that the band's really great and all, but why are we going out and playing a hundred shows when we could record and write and get some really cool songs together and then go out and play five shows that we actually really, really mm. want to play rather than a hundred shows and maybe one or two of them being shows that we're like, oh, mm. I really want that one. Mm. Yeah. Didn't but, you guys get like your own space? Uh, around? Was it around then as well? It was um, by yeah. the beginning of COVID, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, mm. so we got our own recording studio. Oh, man, that's is, a dream is awesome. that is. Yeah, so a place like, where you can leave your stuff and practice and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ideal, man. So the latest EP is like, 100% DIY. We did it all ourselves, didn't yeah. we? All in that and, it, and is it Tom's the main genius behind Tom that? Tom produced so. the whole thing. He, Tom yeah. style. He, yeah. He's the man, like, you know, pressing all the buttons and yeah. sort of... I mean, so we, all, we all we sit there and go through yeah. it all with him and, like, obviously the vocal tracks, I'll sit there and say, well, I, need, I think it needs this or yeah. I want to add this and try yeah. it and see what it sounds like. And that's the beauty of... It's almost like a pressure-free environment. I don't mm. know if you guys... You've, I know you've been in a studio before where you're paying the time and you're mm. on a meter almost, mm. right? So yeah, man. if you go in and it's your day to sing and you're not up to it, yeah. that's it. it's like you're like, pressure. oh yeah, God. And it puts that, it heaps it on you hard. Yeah. And if you don't knock it out of the park, you're going, oh my God, I've wasted a day in a studio. It's like 600 quid. Let's cool. have to do that again, you know? Mm. But like now <clears throat> I'll ring Tom and be like, fancy it today mate do you want to go down there and I'll knock the vocals out and he's like yeah alright mm. cool and then awesome. I'll go sing that's you know? idea so isn't it yeah man yeah, it's, cool. it's, it's a totally different um, yeah totally different way of recording which I think as well like what you were saying there about like, you know now wanting to just like write new stuff and say do five shows in a year like you're in a different place now it was obviously really good for you in the past you put you put all that work in like doing a hundred shows a year and stuff like that you guys have built up like such a name now and stuff. It's going to build up almost like more hype when you guys do play. Yeah. So it's almost like good all way around, isn't it? You yeah. put in the work in the past, mm. you know, every show is almost going to mean more now. Yeah. So we it's do, like, it's, yeah. it's almost like 
good to spread them out more and to and not to have them as much because exactly. it means they mean more. Every gig, every to all of your like biggest fans, every gig people they're going to be super hyped. Yeah, and yeah. they're going to really be excited to be there. That's why we do one gig a year in Bridgie, isn't it? Because we used to just like overdo it a little bit, mm. and then yeah, we do two or three, we do two or three, and then some people would be like, oh, "I'll see him next time," you know. Mm. But if you do it once a year, mm. everyone's like, "Oh, we got to go to that. We got we got to." Because like yeah. they're not going to do it again for another year, so it works well. An old, an old, um, like coworker of mine, Kate Monk, who also is, is a friend of the pod. She like loves you guys. Yeah. You know, Kate Monk's a little bit. I know that. I think. Like, yeah, I think I, you know. I her. She was. At, she was at your last gig. She was like well. right at the front. Yeah, I think I know the one. She always like parties out, like full on yep. parties out, yeah. like you know, just absolutely like loves it. But yeah, yep. she she like loves you guys. Like, oh. She thinks you guys are, like the best thing ever. No, I do know. I think I know who you're on about. Yeah, because she's always at every Bridgewater show. But yeah, I think I think we definitely in in this town have you know like much like you guys i think there was a, a bit of a cult following for sure mm, mm. um but there's also people that you know really respect like the bands that are still around i mean you guys were doing dbk for you know yeah. like 10 12 15 oh, years yeah, yeah well i think uh it started well it depends what you want to think about it isn't it like we started playing together when we were probably in about 2003 mm-hmm. when we were about a year eight but then because I was with Sally and knocking around with Lyle yeah, so yeah, much, yeah. basically my mind was in a different place. Yeah. So I sort of wasn't in it. And then that Paris, then it went sort of like Peristalsis. Peristalsis. Yeah, I remember that. And it was like Joe Wynn. And it, you sort of like, you would sort of be in and out. So sometimes Joe Wynn was the guitarist. Sometimes mm. you were the guitarist. Um, Callum Plowright was the guitarist oh, Cal, for a little while. Okay. <laughs> Shout out. Um, who, uh, Josh Dudridge was the bassist for a while. And then... There was another guitar player as well for a little while, wasn't there? Just uh, Chris, Chris Chamberlain. Chris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he played that was later that, on. Uh, yeah, it was like show, more that recent, was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like probably like early, like, uh, like 2010 to like 2005 yeah. or six or something. Did you ever go back to it, Carl? Did you? No, not, not, in, not in like Death by Kai or anything no. like that. I don't think me and Josh could be in the same band together. <laughs> because um, Josh is like a control freak um, and I'm like a maverick. Do you know right, what I mean? Right. Um, but also, um, I just like to do my own thing. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I think like, say, like, um, and do you know what I mean? I absolutely love Josh, but sometimes you just, you, you know, I'm sure you guys have like people that you love, but you're like, I couldn't work with that person. Yeah. Or you might have mm-hmm. ex-bandmates that maybe they're not in the band for that reason. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think but- I'm, I might be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I love and respect Josh. He's like he's 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 an amazing musician, amazing artist, and an amazing guy. But uh, do you know what I mean? I couldn't have him telling me what to do all the time. Yeah, I just think I would literally just be like, no. But also, like, I think that's quite healthy. Yeah, because I yeah. I was that guy, hundred yeah. percent. I was that guy. Like you know, when I was writing the tracks, and yeah. I was I was literally rolling in and going do that, and then if they weren't doing it, I was like, that's not how. It should be that you need to do this, right? Yeah. And that is that's exactly what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I was that guy, wasn't I? A bit like that, yeah. But like, I think, I think it really it works in the right situation sometimes, mm. you know, because it's very productive. Like it does yeah. get things oh, yeah. done and everything, you know. It's a bit like that direction I was saying about to yeah. have a director that's like, you're doing that, you're yeah. doing that, you're doing that. But it's, mm. it's almost one guy's ideas, then, isn't it? You mm. know, which can mm. it can irritate people. Um, mm. can rub people up the wrong way and especially like if you've got creativity yeah. in you I was gonna then say, you're yeah, probably if sat you there going creative, oh, yeah. Yeah. to do my thing you know yeah mm. that's it if um, you have your own vision of doing stuff I think like as you get thing. older you sort of lose that I suppose it's a bit of an ego thing isn't it I mm. guess yeah. and mm. you kind of lose that and go actually you know if people tell me it's it's not very good I'm okay with dropping it sure you know yeah um, 
and I think that it does take time like when I was young if someone said nah I don't like it would really offend me you know like <laughs> if someone in the band was like nah it's like an attack isn't it put that whole thing steaming launch them across the but like but I think looking looking back you know they're, they're always the best intentions and I think you as a band you write stuff you want to hear right so you you should really write the music you love yeah so you should probably love your own music more than you love any other band's music oh totally right? man yeah because I, I you're writing that. for you aren't you yeah yeah, yeah. So oh, 100% I would listen to us because I write the music I want to hear when you guys so, when you guys write music I'm really interested because um, obviously everybody has their comp- have, you know their own formulas of like making music and their own reasons for making music and, and and their own muses and everything like when you write music right um a are you thinking about bands that have influenced you and like almost like taking bits and ba- bits and bobs from these different bands? It, ha- it happens every which way, I would mm, say. Yeah. Like sometimes that for me, like I can listen to a band or a song and be like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm drawing inspiration from that straight away. Mm. Like, like do you think like I'm going to, I want to write like a, a, a guitar piece or something like that? That's like, not obviously like, it's you, don't, more, you don't want to like be copying it, but you want, you're inspired by it and you want to do something like that. Do you feel like yeah, that? It's, by more, the vibe it's it. more of a feel, you know, yeah. you know, like f- I can think, I can think off the top of my head now, like the way, uh, the way our, our track Hard at Work um, came about is, yep. is because, um, you know, the, I don't, you guys, we all grew up in the same sort of era, didn't we? So mm. like in the early noughties, like Blink-182 were a huge band, weren't yeah, they? one yeah, of the biggest yeah. bands of all time. And the way that they made you feel when you first listened to them, Something about that feeling, I got that later on in life. So mm. I started loving Blink-182 like five years ago for some reason. I was like, <laughs> I love this band. I don't know why, but I just love this band. Yeah. So that song came about me loving that band. Mm. For some reason, if you listen to it really It's all ha- innuendos and schlongs and dongs. It's and about schlongs yeah. and dongs and innuendos. Yeah. yeah, and like if you listen to it, even Juvenile, sort of yeah, yeah, male juvenile behaviour, like comedy. Yeah, it's <laughs> comedy. It's not taken Meet seriously at all. Lyrics. Yeah, it's not taken yeah. seriously. We like, you know... It's That's just- one of the things I love about your guys' band in general. Like yeah. when you listen to it, it's like all the funny references and the immature, like... Jokes and lines in your guys' songs just crack yeah. me up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. brilliant. Like, yeah. I think we, we take ourselves less seriously than ever now. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think our lyrics are silly <laughs> at times, <laughs> but like in some ways, you know, they're kind of clever because we kind of tell a story that we. I mean, we make a lot of self jokes as well, don't we? Yeah. Uh, there's a whole song. There's a song called White Boy Reggae, which is just like mm. an absolute hammering of bands that are white and play sky and reggae music like mm. ourselves and that's us so yeah yeah <laughs> like we we absolutely obliterate ourselves in that music i i think that's uh, like really beautiful though and i think it, it goes to show as i said you guys have stayed down to earth and stuff and i think a lot of it's probably because you guys have been in that friendship group and you said like you know you all just sort of if one of you guys are being a bit of like a you know a, annoying then the, someone's just going to slap you and wrestle you to the floor and, mm. and that's mm. so, you know you're, you're checking each other constantly but i think one thing i one of the little things I don't like about music is that sometimes certain musicians take themselves very seriously, and you see it a lot with like very successful musicians, whether it's like Bono or you know, like, or, <laughs> or like you know, not to point like you know specific yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you can see that they almost get this like Jesus syndrome. Yes, mm-hmm. and it. It instantly just almost make like makes you not really want to listen to the music anymore. Makes you cringe, and, a and it's bit, and it's it? a shame because you mm. should separate the art from the artist. But it just you know they're so self important. Mm-hmm. And I thought I, I remember even thinking it myself. Like um, even when I was sort of like in my, like a late teenager, I guess by that sort of time when you're in your late teens, like you've left school. But I remember like some 
um, certain people I knew say that I was friends with since I was younger that say were good musicians and they were, you know, not like successful musicians, but playing around town, say, and getting, you know, recognition and people going up to them and saying, you're, or you're awesome at your instrument and that. And I could see that like their egos, I think mm-hmm. we all get big egos when we're teenagers, if you're doing good at something, because you haven't got the wisdom to think, actually, I'm not, I'm not like this godly figure. Mm-hmm. You just go straight to your head, doesn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, girls booze and you're wasted all the time and you're like I'm, do you think that's why awesome. a lot of like young celebrities go a bit nuts I reckon it is yeah because of that they get this godlike syndrome mm, the god and I remember thinking a bit like oh man this person's like changing a little bit like they've their ego's like right. gone through the roof and as a result it's almost like they're they're, they're almost like a bit of an uglier person now mm. to me right yeah. whereas you guys don't seem to have suffered from that at all no mm. I don't think we have I think you got humility haven't you I think you know like I think we like, like you said we check each other quite yeah. a lot mm. You know, it was a time where I was probably writing every lyric for the band and you guys literally took me to, took me to pieces one day. You were like, dude, how many ex-girlfriends can you possibly yeah. write? We're just sick of hearing it, man. Like, you know, and I, they, and I, I, can't, I think I needed that. Um, we're just writing about something else yeah, other than like Yeah, love. because, you know, like scoring you write about Yeah, but <laughs> you write about what you feel generally, don't yeah, you? And yeah. at the time I was like, yeah, that's, that's what's on my mind. That's what I'm going to write about, you know, yeah. so... Um, but like these guys <laughs> yeah but these guys were in a totally Sad different place babies. you know like mm. I might have been there but they were just like dude like we don't fly up man about that. Yeah. it was like that a little it was bit. yeah 100% like, cry me a river yeah. in all fairness <laughs> though some of those songs were like some of, some of your best songs like it's just like mm. you know yeah the, but then that's where like it depends where you're at doesn't it I mm. think sometimes you know yeah. yeah balance like with everything like with even that like um, people getting really overly um, kind of egotistical and stuff. Mm. Like if you don't believe, like you said earlier, like if you don't believe in yourself and think you're like amazing, you're kind of not going in yeah. the right direction. Like you can kind of, you know, I think you can, it's very, but then it's like that. It's like, you know, if you're writing something that's a bit different then like, uh, or that, that everyone's not into, it's just bringing back the balance into it. It's all, it's all about the balance. Mm. The balance. The balance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and Drew talk about this sometimes about how like, you know, almost almost like everything is about balance. You've got yeah. to, you've got to keep balance and everything. As soon as something is out of balance in almost any anything in life, yeah, yep. it's it's messed up, and somehow the balance needs to be restored. And yeah. until it it'll, is, it will like restore itself like subconsciously without you even realizing. Then you like mess yeah. up. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what happens to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, the whole yeah. world works with balance, doesn't it? Yeah, like, and you talk about it all the time. Like when you're talking about your training and stuff, you have to balance your diet. You have to balance how much you train. Yeah, sure. Like man. the world, you know, like you look at anything you have to balance like prey and predators that kind of thing like literally the yeah, whole world man. works on balance doesn't mm. it so i think yeah you know you've probably got ecosystems yeah music yeah relationships yeah yeah politics everything yeah you know it's, it's definitely it's like, a good point yeah that's crazy balance. man but yeah i um hen did you bring uh you brought a couple of uh quick fire facts of your quick own fire that's awesome, dude. Yeah, mate, Brett, spit out some quick fire facts. Are you ready? Do you want me to give you the one first? Yeah, you mate. go first. I'll tell you my one afterwards. Nice. Okay, hang on a minute. We we, we went to great lengths to think of some quick oh, fire facts. Oh, awesome, nice. for the pod. Okay, so if any of you guys have um, ever struggled to uh, really like understand the difference between a million and a billion, right. I've got a really good way of like visualising it. All right. So if if me and Joe... We're to sit here with you guys shooting the breeze for a million seconds. Mm. We'd be here for 12 days. Right. If we were doing that for a billion seconds, we'd be here for 31 years. Whoa. Whoa. It's crazy, the difference. That is yeah. a mad difference, isn't it? That's a mad difference. The reason I was thinking that is because, like, you know, you try and figure out, like, a millionaire. Like, yeah. 
how much money do they have? Well, obviously, you know, a lot. Yeah. 12 days worth. A billionaire. Mm, yeah. Now that's stupid money. Yeah, that, that is crazy. Share that's, the wealth. That's, ridi- that's ridiculous. Share the wealth, man. I do think that when it gets to that sort of level of money, yeah, there's like, or it's like, um, you know, like I wasn't, I'm not one of those people at all that's like, oh, Bruno the monarchy. I'm not like necessarily, you know, like, but I do, and, and, you know, I think the queen was like a sound lady or like, you know, seemed like it, especially, you know, I think for someone to be under that sort of spotlight mm. for so long and to never really make headlines, like, yeah, some of her idiot family members might have done, but she seemed like a really stand up lady and seemed to really genuinely care about like serving our country and stuff. But I think. Even with that said, new here sometimes about actually how much money they were say getting a year. It was just unnecessary amount. I'm not saying they shouldn't have been getting anything, but yeah. it was an, an unnecessary. I mean, they definitely amount. create wealth though, don't they? Oh, that's they, that's, that's, that's the thing. thing, and I think and that's what a lot of people don't like take into account. Like and stuff as well. Mm. You know, like people say they get paid stupid money, but yeah. actually they, they create a lot of that wealth. Oh man, let's well, face so. it. How many Americans and Canadians and Aussies and well, people from all over mm. the world, I'm sure, have just come to England just because they want to go stand at the gates of Buckingham Palace or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that? Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, the amount of like tourism and stuff the royal family bring in. Like the Yanks and the Canadians and that seem to love it, yeah. like more than we do. Yeah, Asia as well yeah. is really popular in Asia because they don't really have a lot of monarchs anymore. I know that. There, so I know that British cars sell so by far the most in India. Yeah, like it, well, in it's India, if you make part it, of the empire, yeah. isn't it? So I suppose it's you know it's obviously not anymore. But yeah, every, everybody wants to drive a Jaguar and a Rolls Royce, yeah. and that's yeah. like you know you've made it if you've got one of those cars. Whereas over here, we usually tend to drive yeah. German cars and stuff like a lot more. You know, it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. my That's my a- facts way way more jovial and less poignant. Do you know what? Do you know what, before you say yours, though, Joe? Now I really want to know how long we'd be here for, for a trillion seconds. I've got it. It's got oh, it. yeah, it's got it. I mean, it's something ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, crazy. It's something ridiculous, like five thousand years, or maybe you, not that not that well, much. But. I don't know. You're, you're not far off, mate. It's thirty-one thousand. Is it years? Thirty-one thousand. Wow. So imagine having a trillion. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Let me just double check that. that. Yep. Uh, yeah, thirty-one thousand six hundred eighty-eight years seconds. is a trillion seconds. Yeah, that's so. cray cray, isn't it? Yep. Wow. Do you mind? Yeah, come on, Joe. Go bring it. it man. It's way, way more stupid. Um, Hit me. The guy who invented Pringles. Yeah. Is uh, he was cremated and buried in a Pringles tube. <laughs> genuine <tree. laughs> fact. And uh, obviously, I'm going to make you guess which flavor. Paprika. Um, just original. Oh, I was going to say salt and vinegar. It's OG, isn't it? It's obviously he's the original. Yeah, he's yeah, the original yeah. Pringles guy, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. original. Sold it, baby. Nudge. <laughs> nice yeah. man. No, I mean, there's no such thing as like a, a silly fact. I think it's just like any information is good information. That one it? did make me chuckle, though. I was like, that's mm, that is a way g- to go out. Yeah. Also, I like the guy that that you know that guy didn't take himself too seriously, did he? Nah. And also, like, there's a face on the Pringles tube, isn't there? So I just, <laughs> yeah. like, just like lying there with this little Pringles face. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to do your second one, then I'll do my last one? Or do you want to, like... Yeah, do yours, and then I'll... Yeah. I'll try and remember mine. All right, okay. <laughs> oh, no, I've got, I've got it. You, you do yours after, because I like yours. It's All pretty right. good. Okay. Um, Cal, because you drink a lot of mead, and you even spoke about mead before. Yeah. Um, so I was uh, watching something last night, actually, and they were talking about where mead sort of began. Do you know the origins of, of mead and why? Well, I know that, like, the Saxons and the Vikings also used to have it a lot. Yeah. Um... Obviously, it's just fermented honey, isn't it? Yeah, that's um, right. No, I don't. I don't know the the absolute origins. So, what would have happened was um, obviously they would have gone to bees' nests to get honey. Mm. Um, when you drop honey in water, the bees can't smell it anymore. They're no longer oh, attracted right. to it. So, ah. people would have run away carrying this honey and then gone uh, put it, you know, in like a 
hollowed out tree trunk or Something, like a hollowed yeah. out rock or whatever that was full of water and the yeah. bees would leave them alone. Um, and then over a course of days, they'd come back to it and it would have fermented naturally. And then that's when... It is, it is just it, like delicious wow. though. I mean, yeah. I think, you know, it does pretty much just taste like, well, like honey, obviously. Yeah. You know? And that's that's where, you know, that's they would have naturally created that fermentation and gone, oh, we've, we've made something. Some Appar- apparently something. like the fermentation cool. process as well, like enhances all the health benefits of honey. Because you know, it's like an anti-microbial yeah, yeah, yeah. and anti-bacteria and all that. Yeah. It, enha- it like, it basically like times all of that by like 10 in the mm. fermentation process. So apparently it's really good if you're like, say, fighting an infection or something like that. It's actually like really good to like drink, drink mead. mead. Yeah. Cool. I, d- I don't think I've ever tried mead. Is oh, it really, it's not it really my favourite alcohol. It's no, quite, it's quite sweet. It, you, yeah, the thing is, you can get so sweet, many different yeah. types of mead, can't nah. you? When hey, I polished <laughs> that, that bottle you gave me the other day, I, I polished yeah. it all off in one night. That was like, <laughs> that, the one I gave Drew. It was like a licorice it, one. Yeah, it was yeah. called like Sleep Near's Mead. It, t- it was like treacle mead, mm-hmm. but it tasted like licorice. It was yeah. mental. If you love, it's obviously, that's a bit marmite, isn't it? I think a lot of people either love or hate licorice, but it was a bit of a mental one. Over the sort of like festive period, I was drinking this like elderflower one that was delicious. Oh. And as I said, I got this apple one for as a present um, mm. from somebody, and that was oh, it was just you know, you, earlier on you were talking about like dangerous drinks, Joe, weren't you? Like, yeah, it was like a dangerous drink, yeah, it's um, just like a nectar you could pour in your face. It just tasted like, yeah, it tasted just <laughs> like apple juice, but like you know, you could still taste the honey. It was just like apple juice with like a bit of honey mixed into it. And it was just insanely mm. nice, man. Mm. Yeah. Taste it. Could, taste it taste you can get all these different types. Yeah, we're going to have yeah. to get some mead for the next time you guys are on. Yeah, Bring for sure. In, we'll for have, sure. We'll have one in. We'll try it out. Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah, man. Do you want to hear my last fact? Yeah, do it, dude. <laughs> okay. Joe knows, Joe, Joe knows what's coming. I do. <clears throat> it's incredible. So a man named Bernard Clemens farted for two minutes and 42 seconds straight, right? <laughs> Which is a world record. <laughs> Straight fart, 42 minutes. Uh, four, two, two minutes. minutes 42 <laughs> I love the idea with somebody like with a stopwatch, like, yeah. <laughs> but, but the reason I know, the reason I know that is because I thought I'd broken the record. <laughs> How long did you do it for, man? Well, I went through a, I went through a stage of recording my farts because <laughs> I thought it was hilarious, right? Yeah, well, yeah. it is. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It is hilarious to this day. Like, it is hilarious. And I, and I got one which is 13 seconds long. Mate, that's, that's, that's pretty impressive. Seconds. That's really good. Do, you, do you want to hear it? Mate, let's, let's do it. Play Honestly, it. Make sure you put it right up to the microphone. It's one of the best things you'll ever right hear. Up to the this microphone. is a genuine fart as well. From yeah. Henry. So I thought I'd got the record, but I'm way off. But anyway, here we go. But let's say you'll have fart. Then. Mate, it was like it was like singing by the end. That was that was angry, man. That started off angry. Dude, yeah, mate. Uh, so, <laughs> can you figure out a way of how to like do longer farts? Yeah, dude. Like yeah. my cousin taught me how to do like these long farts when I was like eight years old. Like I was like, yeah, my cousin. She has some ancient like secrets. Some ancient ancient wisdom techniques. passed down for yeah, yeah. yeah. For the ancestors taught, taught me how to do long farts. Yeah, man. So, yeah, yeah, so that like. Is it like a family secret? It is a family secret. So it goes share, to yeah. your grave. Yeah, right, fair go. enough, mate. I respect that. I respect yeah, that. Yeah, so... That's inc- that, like, 13 seconds there felt like a lifetime to me. So over two, two minutes. And a half minutes. That guy like must have had some yeah. medical issue. Surely. I don't I don't think it's fair, because they know how to, like, suck it in and just... Do you know what I mean? 
<laughs> what, like, um, like circular breathing yeah, on a digital or something? Or on a saxophone? They do. Like it's, like a, like it's like a secret society. Yeah, so these guys that can do it for two minutes and 42 yeah. seconds. Like, you know, people can make themselves burp and they can just yeah, continuously oh, yeah. do it. I know a guy like that. You know, yeah, we all know that. someone that can burp the alphabet and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. So this guy can do that, but with his farts, which is why I think he's cheating. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Circular so farting. Yeah. Is it a true Whoa. fart? When does the fart not become a fart? Exactly. Is it just yeah, because it's coming out of your ass? Does that make it a fart? I think so. I yeah. think that's fair. So that's so in that Air in that case then the it's completely <laughs> legal. warranted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we'll give but it then, to him. But then <laughs> could you like shove a canister up there and squeeze it in and then fart that? that out? I think that's count? illegal. No, I think <laughs> that's illegal because that's yeah. not a genuine. That's not a gen- that's not your that's gas, mate. It's got to be totally natural. <laughs> <laughs> that's not your gas, mate. Is it? <laughs> oh, I also um, drew. I bought you a gift. Oh, so. Obviously, knowing that we're quite big fans of the pod. Yeah. On an episode quite recently, you were talking about. Um, I can't. We were trying to work out which one it was. Wasn't when yeah, we on the way here. It's lost. Um, it was there was some sort of Japanese reference. I think it might have been a Mystery Monday. But you were talking oh, about those yeah. little breadsticks that yeah. Japanese people eat, and yeah. Drew was saying that he really wanted to try them. Oh right. So I bought Drew some oh, breadsticks, oh, which are man. essentially um, exactly what you were talking about. Yeah. Dipped in chocolate. So, oh, yeah, thank you so much, you man. You two that is amazing. Look mate, at that's that. awesome, man. Oh, okay, man. Jesus. I want to. I want to try one. Like yeah, right that's what I want oh, you to do. Yeah, baby. Let's all let's all share them, mate. Let's all yeah. share. Let's all have one. But sure obviously, you can take that box home. We'll share that one, and then you can yeah, take, take Cheers, the other dude. box home, Drew. Cheers, man. Oh, I feel like I'm passing around a doobie. <laughs> I thought it'd be. I thought it'd be quite fun to just ask you guys some questions, Drew. You join in this as well. They're not specific to you guys. They're just. I am excited about you eating this, Drew. That's really nice, man. Oh, That's man. Good, isn't it? That's so much better than it, even You were talking about, a, it was a lady, wasn't it? I think she was murdered or something, I'm but sure. she was really um, famed mm. for like, yeah. or, or renowned for eating these mm. like little sticks, right? Mrs. McCarthy. Mm. Was it? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> was no, 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 no. There was another one. I'm pretty one. sure they were called something similar mm. to that, mm. though, weren't they? Like Mickey sticks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, was there, was there one where like um, oh, the, guy, the guy, someone was being poisoned? You remember when Paul Winkle was saying about there was like a, they were mm. poisoning a, a, a candy, and yeah. in, was it. it these? Yeah, no, it was so, that was something so different. I, I think that was. I think that was something different. Mm. It might have been the same. Man, oh, my memory no, is so know. bad. I sometimes <laughs> yeah. it blends into one. No, yeah. that was because um, that was two. There was a candy company, and they kept. Yes, they, that's the one with like uh, that, that guy. Didn't that guy, they? and he was never found. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it could have yeah. been that actually. Maybe it, I think it was because that was in Asia, wasn't it? Yeah, and then it was it was in Japan, and they like. They poison the sweets or something, and yeah, that's right. One thing I'd actually before I ask guys these questions. Like, how did you guys get your Shoot the Moon sound? Because obviously it's like a, it's like a scar band. Yeah, yeah kind of, yeah. Like essentially. I know mm. it's like a bit, to me, what I said to Drew is, you guys almost remind me of, it's almost like a, this is probably not accurate. And you guys, probably, as the actual band members, you're going to be like, that sucks. But it almost like sounds like cross to me between like, almost like Incubus and Madness or something. That's cool, man. Yeah, I'm I like cool Like a weird mixture mm. between like Incubus and, cool and it somehow works. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because in your in your head, if you got hadn't heard you guys, you think that sounds like a weird mixture. Like yeah. how, how like what the hell would Madness and Incubus sound like together? Well, it, Listen, yeah. shoot the moon, you'll find out. It, it, <laughs> it's it's six uh, influences, isn't it? There's six people influencing the music. And mm-hmm. We've all got different tastes mm. of music, and we all like yeah. like different things. We all like the same thing as well, mm. but we all like different things. And I think. So, what would you say are the things that you guys um, all like musically? You've hit two of them on the head. To be fair, there's. There's definitely some sort of like 80s scar, you know, that classic Madness specials, yeah, sure. that kind of thing. Yeah, specials are cool, man. 100% in there. Like the specials for me were, were the greatest 
Scarlet of all time. Yeah. Just like their political. I like, what about like the beat? Incredible. Do you like the beat? Love the beat. Yeah. Oh, we, great had, Mirror in the bathroom is a, cr- a great track. I had the pleasure of playing with the beat um, a few Top, times. Twice, yeah. yeah. And obviously, like That's when cool, Rankin man. Roger was alive, we played with him a couple of times. He's a really nice guy. That's oh, yeah. Awesome, man. I went to watch the specials when they did their reunion tour in Birmingham with my dad, my uncle, and a couple of friends. And um, I was annihilated. Like, yeah. I was in the middle of the crowd swinging all my clothes <laughs> around my head, shouting Rude Boy at all the old, like, bold mm. blokes, Rude Boy, like that. Mm. And Incredible, but um, after the show, Rankin Roger recognised me because we played with him a couple of times, and he invited us back to like the after party. So, oh, more like cool. my dad's hero was like Terry Hall. Mm. So we got to like go back and meet all of like the band. Wicked. It was really really cool. And Roger was doing like his DJ set, and there was literally like twenty people in the room. That must have been awesome for your dad, because I bet like and I bet it was awesome for you that you almost like you did that. You yeah. did that for yeah, your old was, man. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it yeah, was cool. It was a nice thing to be able to do because like Roger was just like ah. Oh, Joe, how you doing, man? Like, shoot the moon, how's it going? And I was like, mm. any chance of us getting in? And he was like, yeah, man, come on in. And Sam. I was like, I'm with, with my old man and my uncle and stuff. He's like, yeah, bring them in too. That's so how you know you made it, mate. It was really mm. cool. That's it was cool. You know you and it. it was nice that, like, you know, that he recognised us and we played yeah. him a couple of times and he, and he sort of recognised that, which was really cool. Yeah, man. Um, we, I mean, we've played with Madness as well, haven't we? In the Palace. Madness. Yeah, that was a local That's one. awesome, man. Which was a really cool. But yeah, so obviously a lot of us grew up on that. Um, Soul Man's dad my dad were massive Scar fans but mm. obviously for us we grew up on like you know like Rage Against the Machine well, as, that, as you were saying earlier that, that era yeah, I think the noughties that noughties era that we all listened to in and, school and yeah. everything that was on Kerrang in the noughties yeah man it's just like yeah. 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 yeah and I think that's that's heavily influenced us as well you know and then there's bands that were like that new wave of Scar like Less Than Jake and Goldfinger mm. and, and, and again they've sort of added to the melting pot and I think it's yeah. just like Hen said it's like hundreds of influences just mashed together and we don't mm. write stuff because it's oh we need it to be a it's scar song be like this you yeah we just, just we go oh that sounds kind of cool and then mm. and then we're like can we fit brass to this and then we're like well, maybe you and then sometimes no sometimes no it's like you know um what's what song is it kicked in the box quite light on brass isn't it yeah driving blind as well driving blind only got a little bit literally just the end which is actually my favorite part of the song but there's no real brass in it at all um because it doesn't really need it. Like yeah. We don't add it I think you could sometimes. overdo it sometimes, couldn't you? Like it, it does sound so cool and it's such a it's such a cool thing to have in a band. Um but yeah, if it was just all the time, it would just lose yeah. that like yeah. like the effectiveness almost. Yeah. Like Yeah, definitely. Mm. And I think that sort of sets us apart in a lot of ways, the brass section. Like yeah. I think Yeah, yeah, that's know, what we, that's what I remember, like when we, you know, going to gigs and seeing you guys when we were younger and everything, it was just like, Oh, this is so cool. There's so many of you and you had the brass section. Yeah. It's, like, it's just another opportunity to add a melody, isn't it? Like mm. for, for me, like vocal melodies, great. And then you can do some guitar melodies and stuff, which is also really cool. And then you can hit them with a brass melody. So you've got three opportunities to, to mm. put a new melody out, you know? Mm. So mm. like in a traditional band, you've got generally a vocal melody and maybe a guitar melody. But like in a ska band, brass melodies are like even more poignant than vocal melodies a lot of the time, aren't they? Like, yeah, you know, they you, cut through, man. I mean, mm. I've I've been to gigs where I sing brass lines to bands, you know, mm. where they've played a brass line and I'm like singing it. Yeah. And yeah. I know that and I don't even know the words, you know, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that's the bit that sticks out. So yeah, that's the bit you I think remember. it's a really good opportunity having brass in a band to, to actually explore create some melodies. lovely melodies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, For sure. So cool. I think so. Nice. Mm. So you would just say, yeah, so just that basically that, that noughties music that we all grew up with yeah. mixed with like all that 80s parents stuff. yeah, yeah. force feeding us well, I think it's like mods. yeah I think it's like stuff that you your parents listened to we say in the car when they were driving you around when you were a little yeah, kid that sure. sticks with you doesn't it yeah I mean recently I've been listening to I don't even know why I suddenly got the urge I was like I just really want to listen to 
Depeche Mode and Talk Talk. Nice. And that's because, yeah, my old man used to play that in the car quite a lot. I have like visions of being in his like Ford Sierra. Well, the 80s is their noise, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you'll get, I mean, you'll grow up, you'll, you'll be playing your kids' noise music, won't you? Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Like, and I know I will, I know I do. Yeah. So, yeah. like, obviously, we got kids relatively similar age. Yeah. Um, and I guarantee they, I mean, like, my daughter's favourite song is Bohemian Rhapsody, mm. you know, because we listened to it yeah. when she was young and mm. she knows lyrics to songs that I grew up with, yeah. which is kind of cool. But yeah. that's kind of, basically, that's what our dads did to us, I guess. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Um, so that, you know, if she, hopefully she does grow up and enjoy playing music. Um, if she does, then, you know, that's probably going to influence her in some way. It's, it's well. funny because what you were saying about that brass influence with me, I think it's like that, um, because like I'm an old man listens. Thing, yeah, because yeah, he listens to us. And it, and, it, and it didn't come about until a bit later in my life, my appreciation for synth. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the stuff I listened to when I was a teenager and, and in my 20s as well. Didn't really listen to any, like, synthy nah, stuff. No. And then um, I got into Rush, the band Rush, and they have quite a lot of synth in their stuff. And I really, like, dug it. And then it somehow just brought back around. I was, like, you know, liking things like Depeche Mode and that, which as I said, my old man used to see all the time when I was a little mm, kid. And even yeah. things like, you know, Sisters of Mercy, they have quite a lot of like drum, they know they don't have any drums, they have a drum machine. Yeah, like a machine, yeah. And like little bits of synth here and there, just like, just here, you know, and it's just, I've just fallen in love with that sound. And like Clanad, who've got like the Oh yeah, my mum used to listen to loads of Clanad. Like, um, but it's like, they were like an eight, yeah. With some awesome synth. And I always thought of synth as like, um, like electronic music and yeah. stuff. But when you hear like some of these classic bands. They're like an 80s it, folk band, so but cool. because it was in the 80s, mm, everything around, had, yeah. <laughs> pretty much yeah. everything had synth yeah, in the 80s. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, yeah. So they're really fun to mess around with that stuff now because I never really played like keyboard or anything. But now we've got like a couple of synths and stuff. There's a song we're working on at the moment, isn't there? And it's like, on your Korg we've mm. just found some proper like retro 80s, 80s like, sounds yeah. and we are nice. loving it aren't we mm. we're absolutely loving it just like working on that track at the moment it just sounds yeah like a very 80s mm. style track can't wait to hear it cheers <laughs> man it's going to be a long one it's probably going to be about 10 minutes long by the time it's finished that's cool nice. Pink Floyd it <laughs> yeah. mate I find it really hard to write short songs yeah 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 something like a general theme I think with me or you got to put down you got to put down what's there though yeah. you know like I, I think people are guilty sometimes of trying to fit things in a, a time slot mm. when you've got mm. so much to say or so much to write. Mm. I've got too much to say, clearly. There's, <laughs> there's not a limit. Next meatloaf, you know. <laughs> you think about like the proper, proper bands of old, yeah. like long playing records were like eight minutes long. And mm. almost every song that anyone ever did was yeah. like eight minutes long. The yeah. only reason they shortened them down was because they didn't fuck the radio, was yeah. it? Mm. So yeah. like, you know, short yeah, it's like yeah. attention spans and stuff like yeah. that. And the, there's like a recipe for a pop song and it's that, yeah. you know. But they're getting shorter and shorter now, mm, you know, because mm. that's that's what people are fed. Like, obviously, yeah. you know, like I said, in the 80s, when our parents were listening to music, they were on LPs, weren't they? And mm. they would listen to a whole song yeah. because you couldn't forward it on because you'd yeah. scratch the disc or whatever, you know. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then as we came into it, we could skip songs on a CD player. Mm. So actually we wouldn't have to listen to the whole thing if we yeah. didn't want to. Um, and now, like the kids get about three seconds in, and they're next, next, mm, yeah. next, mm. and they had nothing. If you're not hooked them in within oh. about three seconds of a of a mm. lick, I reckon done. a lot of teenagers now don't even listen to albums. I think they just compile no. their own Spotify playlists or whatever yeah. of different songs they like. And I think they probably, I reckon there's probably teenagers out there that have never listened to an album all the way through. Yeah, no, they don't. I can't remember the last time I did that. Oh, um, dude, it's, it's, it's so good to do. It's I just, yeah, I've done it a few times recently. I listened yeah, to, to um, Room on Fire the other day, the Strokes album. All right, that's a, a, such a good album. Yeah. Like to listen to, start to finish. There's a few. It's a different that, feel, oh, isn't it? Like cool. sometimes you do obviously just want to listen to a certain song. Yeah, but it's like if you can spare the time 
you know, if you're on like a long car journey on your own or if you've just like got a bit of time at home, yeah, stick on mm. like an album you like all the way through. And it makes you appreciate every individual song more as well, yeah. I think. Yeah. And I think people forget that albums are meant to be listening. stories yeah. as well, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Like, you know, when you're a band, actually, when you put together an album, you generally think about the order of things. That's how the band wants you to listen that, to it. Like, yeah. How hard do you find that when, like, in the writing process and and kind of putting a, we, a longer thing together? You know, like, I mean, we mm. we've we've sort of got on the bandwagon a little bit, and, and we're sort of EPing now rather than albuming, aren't we? But yes, if we did another album, we'd be waiting a long time. That's why I yeah, think. yeah. So. But the, the, I mean, the last four the four tracks that we did, we, we undenied for a long time about the order, didn't we? Mm. And what order they yeah. should be in and, and what, how they'd fit best. And we looked at like the keys of the songs and which parts fitted into each other. We looked at the transitions between the songs. We literally looked at everything right down to how many seconds should be between each song. Mm. Like, I think that's good though. Cause it's like, it's your job as like the storyteller. Like, what are you trying to make that person feel? As you said, you're taking somebody on like a, you're telling a story and you're taking somebody on like a ride aren't you really? Yeah. So it's like, what do you want that ride to be? Do you want it to be like a thought provoking one? Do you want it to be like a silly one? Do you want it to just be all fun and games? Do you want it to like wax and wane, you know, bring you up and then turn you down again and all these yeah. things, you know? And like, once you've decided whatever that, whatever you do want, then, you know, you have to implement that in the best way possible, don't you? Mm. Yeah. Okay. I think you had a huge say in that. You, you were quite influential in that. Yeah. Well, something really things. annoyed me on the, uh, on the album, like one song finished and then another one just went bang straight mm. into it. And we mm. hadn't thought about it hard enough. And it almost was quite How jarring. It kind of like, yeah, it didn't flow. flow. Yeah. You felt like that previous song needed a couple of seconds. It needed mm. a couple of seconds yeah. just to let it sink in. Just to sort you of like to air out, don't you? Just like have a little moment. Yeah. And then the next one starts. Mm. Bit of cleansing. Yeah, I think you need that. Cleanse the palate. We're, yeah. we're, we're a little bit contradictory with each other on that, aren't we? So we, I, I've listened to a lot of albums where sort of like there's ambience and mm. then there's the next song, you know? Mm. like So there's almost no gap. Um, mm. And Rage Against Machine used to do it every now and then where they play a song and it would flow into flow the next, into one. The next yeah, one. Yeah, almost, yeah. Um, I've always wondered how And you do sometimes that you can't even tell mm. the next song started, yeah, especially I if you're not you paying full attention. Very yeah. carefully about how to mm. do that. And I think like the final note of the song and how you get into the next one is actually really crucial when you do that. Mm. Um, there was a couple of opportunities we could have done that with the EP, but I think ultimately Hen sort of overruled. Um, and, and in fact, it was, you know, it was a majority decision actually, because my, my side of the fence was... Um, we should try and get these couple of songs to flow because they would fit together if we put something in between them. Mm. Um, and Hen was like, no, I like want there to be air between those two songs. So ultimately we just left the decision to everybody and said, you know, what do you want to do? And majority rules in our band. So we ended up leaving air, but actually looking back, it is the right decision. You know, like I'm mm. probably the happiest with anything we've ever released with so. this EP. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think it sort of is um, blood, sweat and beers. is what we call it. Because nice. that's essentially what it was. Yeah. You know, like the time in the studio was lots of sweating. You know, blood is like us putting our blood into it, I suppose. There was then, a bit of blood. Yeah. <laughs> there was a bit of blood. Yeah. And obviously there was a lot of a lot beers. Of beers too, yeah. yeah. So. Well, where, where was the blood from? Well, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, quite a, it's quite an in-depth story, but I had a little moment where like, it, it was like life or death for me for a moment. Mm. And like uh, a lot of blood, a lot of yeah. blood, wasn't there? There was a lot of blood. Um, you uh, do you want do you want to tell the story? Do you want me to? T- I, I fell into a fish tank. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just, it, it's I, funny, but yeah. it's also literally like you almost died. Very nearly died. Very nearly, yeah. Whoa. So I got out of a hot tub, uh, all soft, 
and like yeah. you know, oh. like I was just 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 in my pants and happy. wet. Yeah. Happy and soft wet. and wet. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then I was, yeah, I went out went out to do a pee in the garden and yeah. just slipped straight on this fish tank, sliced myself in half basically. Yeah, it was brutal. It's it's, it's a gnarly oh, scar, isn't it? Man. Yeah, it was uh, I I I've got the photos on my phone. Yeah, it's gnarly. It's, it's bad. It's gnarly. Um, but yeah, so did, you had to go to the hospital. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. had surgery, everything. Yeah, it was it was Brutal, like touch man. and go for a minute for me. Where, where was you cut? Right on my back. On your right back. here. Yeah. I'll, I'll oh, see if I can oh, find man. the photos yeah. while we're talking Brutal, about it. But um, so um, yeah, the the yeah that part of it, I guess. Like, so um, did you feel like that actually had like a really big impact on you? Hugely. So you yeah. you you like what like appreciated your life? Sort of had a bit of an epiphany. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I think those epiphanies in it's life, quite graphic, yeah, do you a lot of good, mass, right? I mean, that's freaking brutal, isn't it? The fact that the way that you can oh. sort of see. Oh, do you mind savage. if we show the camera? Hat? Yeah, I'm, no, you can carry on. Just put it. Look at this. Yeah, of course you can, dude. That's hens batter wounds, everyone. Oh, what am I? Which one? Which camera? Oh yeah, that camera. Can you <laughs> see that clear? Um. Oh, makes me blank. Oh, sorry, bro. Oh, do, do you want the sorry, numbers? Man. You got it. Yeah, that looks brutal, man. But um, yeah, I, me- I remember visiting your hospital. One of the first things you told me was um, the paramedic said it's lucky that you you'd put a bit of weight on because it would have killed you. If I was skinny, I'd be dead. Was what he said. So yeah. yeah. So you like what? So you hit some some like arteries or bit. Like, I went through all the meat, all right. the meat. I didn't hit any organs. Luckily, yeah. I was close. But if there was less meat. If I was less meat, then it would have been would have organs been, all the way. Yeah, it'd have been done. So, yeah. oh, brutal, it's, it's, um, that's the blood part of the blood, sweat, and beers. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Are you like hundred percent recovered now? Oh, mate, yeah. How I'm long sound, ago was it? Sounds about four years ago now. Oh, it was yeah, a long time ago. It was yeah. a long time. Well, There's a lyric in uh, "Driving Blind" that is hmm. "Elbow dropped a fish tank." Elbow dropped a fish tank. So, yeah. did you feel like you like appreciated life like instantly more after that? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You looked in um, like a almost a, like a profound state. The first time I saw you after it happened, you were very, um, I mean, it was like two days after you'd had, you'd had your surgery and, and been stitched up and things. Um, and we were allowed to see you at that point. Yeah. And obviously I remember going into the hospital and, and, you know, like I was just glad you were alive really. Yeah. Um, and, and just seeing you and you, you, you looked still like two days later shocked, Hmm. like it kind of looked like it had registered that actually you nearly died. There was a moment where I thought, yeah, yeah. for sure. So we was there like anyone there? Did did they get the ambulance quite quick? I I can I can imagine like panicking. It was Instagersy, wasn't it? It was rapid. They were there. It was Instagersy. Like, yeah, so yeah, my mate's house. I don't know if you know Dave, but I was around Dave's house. He's got a hot tub. Gallon. We were having a few drinks, and uh, when it happened, I think I, like because I'd had a few drinks, I sort of crawled in and I was like, I think I'm bleeding. Oh, like, you just got up and got back in the hot tub. No, I didn't no, get no, back no, in sorry, the hot tub. I sort of crawled back into the room. Oh, right, right, yeah, sorry, yeah. And they were like, no shit. Like, like, that's bad. That's serious. Yeah. Like, yeah. Luckily, his sister's a nurse and they got straight onto it, mate. And oh. they were just like plugging me and just making sure that... That's I a good thing that she was a nurse, mate. Yeah. That might have been the life, difference between life or death. Crazy. You never know. But when, when the um, ambulance guys turned up, they were just like taking photos going, whoa, no <laughs> way. <laughs> 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 I got that same reaction. Yeah. They're like, yeah. quickly get this guy to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. Brutal. They're like, gnarly dude. <laughs> they gave me this like blood thickening, thickening agent to sort oh, of like slow it down. Coagulate the blood. Something like that. Yeah. 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 It was the craziest moment of my life. Yeah. I think there's something um, in, very sobering in the long run does you good about being aware of your mortality. Yeah. Doesn't there? And I think, so you get like, we're still 
like well for, for like adults we're still relatively youngish yeah but i think but also we're old enough now that we're aware of our mortality because I'm sure you got, like, I mean, I, I remember, like, all the way through my teens yeah. and my early 20s. It's like, you don't even conceive that you're mortal, no. do you? No, no, you think you're invincible, don't you? And like, you think back yeah. some of the stupid stuff you used to do with your mates. I remember, like, I know this sounds, like, stupid, like, hilarious, but, like, almost like, you know, you play, like, Jackass or Dirty Sanchez with your mates. And some of the things that you would do, I remember, like, jumping off the roof of buildings. And I think mm. back now and sometimes think, how didn't I break both my legs? Or I remember... Once um, getting my mates to increasingly kick me harder in the head. <laughs> over and over again, just to see how much of a hard kick yeah. I could take in the head without yeah. almost like getting KO'd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think back on stuff like that. It's like, mate, I'm lucky I'm not a carrot. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what are we doing? Yeah. yeah, but like, as like now, I just think, man, like, no, nah, I'm not going to do stuff like that now. No, do you know no. what I mean? I'm not, I'm just not, I'm just 100% unwilling. Yeah. You know, I think once you have like kids and you're in your 30s and stuff, you think back on stuff like that and you're like, that is so stupid yeah <laughs> it sounds yeah. obvious that it's stupid yeah. i don't know what your daughter's but like but mine's crazy cra- oh mine's right? crazy so like she crazy, does yeah. things and i'm like no nope. because <laughs> she's unaware of her mortality you know yeah. like yeah and, yeah. I, and i imagine oh you know, yeah dude, you, it's stressful. as a dad you're like, oh my gosh you, <laughs> you know? think back at some of the stuff that you have been through and how lucky you feel that you not, didn't get permanent damage from yeah. it but you realize that yeah there are people that do yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. sometimes you just think, oh, please don't lose an eye today. Yes. Or something like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stressful. 100%. Mm. Do you guys want to answer some um, some questions? Hit me. Yeah, of course, dude. Go for it. There's nothing, anything like profound, but I think they're just interesting. Yeah, dude. We'll go around. <clears throat> What's your favourite colour, Joe? Uh, blue. Yeah? Mm, Has that always yeah. been your favourite colour, do you think? Yeah, like a bluey. Blue, between blue and green, I'd like say. a turquoise, like a, yeah, that kind of sort of. Mm. Oh, mate, nice, bluey like green, oh, like, like, a, like a Caribbean that, ocean, mate. On that, on that yeah. poncho, the right oh yeah, on, like, on your chair, like Drew's yeah, poncho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> you put it there, put just for Joe, like peacock there blue. You know? Yeah, yeah. 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 What about you, Han? I'm a red man. A red, for red sure. Man. Yeah. Any particular shade of red, like well, blood red, united red. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or my my first guitar, which Joe. Well, it used to be your guitar, yeah, didn't it? Did, yeah, and then you snapped yours in half. I snapped what my, what guitar snapped, was that? It's a, it's a Fender Telecaster. Oh, oh Fender. was that the one mm-hmm. you were playing at the last gig? No, so that's no, that's my strap. white strap. But I used to, ha- well, I still have it. I used to play the um, the red Tele. That red, I think, is my favorite red. Yeah, it's nice. yeah, like that lid, pretty much. Oh yeah, I think it's candy apple red for any guitar. Mm. There, oh, know. nice man, yeah. beautiful. Maybe a little yeah. darker. Yeah. What about you, Drew? What's your favorite color? I don't know really. I, I quite like all colours apart from. Um, <laughs> I like all colours. He's like, he's like Joseph. I quite, I quite like colours, but you know the, you know the, is it like maroon when oh, it's yeah. like a kind of red, like a red wine, wine. Red. sort yeah. of like a red wine, but a bit yeah, more purple. Really, that's purple, like really right, nice. Yeah. But I like, I like more um, kind of naturey colours, like they're a bit softer, mm. like pastely, earthy, earthy, earthy kind colours. Of, like, yeah, I like yeah. pastels. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Cal? I'd probably say like a, like a forest green or something like that. Mm. Yeah, like that's all you. Yeah, green like a man. big, like a racing green. Like yeah, a dark, like a Jaguar racing yeah. green or something like yeah, that, you, you know? That. Yeah, man. Um, if you could be someone for a day, dead or alive, who would you be, Joe? Can we come back to me? Yeah, it's fine, man. The thing is, it's, some of these are hard to answer on the spot, so don't you. feel like you, you know. I'd be Usain Bolt. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, man. Just I'd just everywhere. go running. <laughs> I would run like hell, man. Yeah, you should, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've just kept on running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, for awesome. sure. That's, That's who I would be. I love how just quickly that came to us all. Yeah, dude. What about you, Drew? Do you reckon I'd be Aaron Tate? 
for a day just because of that. Do you remember that podcast I was saying? I was uh, Andrew I was Tate. Andrew, that's it. Sorry, I don't even know his Aaron name. Aaron Tate. Aaron Tate. <laughs> <laughs> just a super random guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a guy I don't know. Who Only he is. because like I didn't know much about him, and then you Mate, see he's all, in prison all at the moment. Stuff. Is he? He's just oh, been put in right, prison. Right, I don't. I don't want to be in that moment. <laughs> when he back when he was out, and I saw him on this podcast, like. 11 days ago or something it sound, that sounded yeah. pretty cool he's jet setting all around the world and that, that was seemed pretty yeah. cool nice <laughs> Do you, so with Dead or Alive are you getting their mindset or are you putting your mind into that person? I think that the way I almost like see it is that you would almost like have your mind but you would also understand the way that that person's mind works. Oh, that's cool. And then you could walk yeah. around that person's body yeah. so you'd experience their life because cool you'd do- also understand so like um so like Genghis Khan. one thing I think would be yeah, re- yeah I was like, gonna say uh, someone, like, someone like Adolf Hitler yeah even, I was gonna you know, say like, like, getting in and going like I was why? gonna I literally yeah. was gonna say Hitler because yeah. to him even as twisted as it seemed it must have somehow made sense yeah and I would want to see how it made sense Which in his a head bitter man wasn't he like looking back at yeah. history he was a real bitter artist who yeah. was shunned and was a bit of a crap soldier yeah yeah and, and basically thought that it was everyone else's fault yeah and he couldn't take any responsibility for who he was and I think he just tried to blame everything on everyone and he hit the sort of political scene at a really mm. poignant time didn't he where yeah. Germany was absolutely crushed yeah, yeah. and he, I think with with Hitler he was great at propaganda but everything else he was rubbish at yeah. so yeah. like you know you never know Germany might have even won if it wasn't the fact he had such ridiculous ideas I don't know yeah. if you guys have heard it on the pod before but I know we talked a long time ago about how he wanted to make this like tank that was yeah, like the yeah, size yeah. of like a football pitch yeah. mm. Um, and you know they were just like no because it might look cool but they would just get bombed to smithereens target, and yeah. it's like the maintenance on a, on a machine like that would just be insane like mm-hmm. in terms of like yeah it would just Didn't like, they, like throw, throw like 90% of his aircraft at the UK at one point or something <laughs> stupid uh, yeah. like, maybe something like, like that stu- yeah like no tactical nows no. whatsoever well obviously battle, he, you know? his, his, um, his idea to sort of open up the eastern front and just attack Russia I mean that yeah. was obviously like ridiculously stupid bad idea. like yeah. you know strategic move i remember seeing on um joe rogan podcast this video of him like tweaking as well on loads of drugs oh mate, he was mate he was off his head on drugs yeah. i think that's at the like at the olympics, 36 yeah, olympics yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. i saw that video i was like whoa yeah tripping crazy balls. yeah because mate yeah he was like off his head like pretty much 24 7 on them yeah mm, just if you look at any of his speeches he's like he's tweaking he's full-on tweaking man like full-on tweaking is that your answer by the way you hitler I don't know if I could go that dark, man. That's pretty deep. But, you know, like, it's someone's mind that would be interesting to see sort of where he's at in terms of, like, why he did what he did. Like, someone like Henry VIII would be kind of cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. That would almost be, like, more simple. I'd love to have some titties for a day as well. That'd be nice. I think Henry VIII is, like, really hot chick. Yeah, Yeah, I think Henry VIII is, like, an interesting figure in terms of, like, obviously, like, at the end of the day, not a very nice guy, but also hilarious. The idea that he just, like, wanted to, like, divorce his missus so he could get with this other chick... And then, then the Catholic Church was like, no, no. that's not. So he was like, I'm just going to start my own religion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like well, such a thing to do. It's like, oh, well, Church keep, of England. I'll boom. keep the church, but I'm just going to make it so I can divorce whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. And then just like, we literally just went through all these wives yeah. and just like made up excuses to like have them off so we could get with like the next young chick. Yeah, dude. And like just couldn't mm. have a son, but then just kept blaming it on the women. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, awful in reality. Yeah, but yeah, also, there's the, the juvenile part of my brain. Does think it's a bit funny. Mm, yeah. It's yeah. different time well, yeah, yeah. yeah, but obviously time that's yeah, where that's almost acceptable for a king. And I think obviously enough time has passed that we can probably laugh about it. But obviously, yeah, obviously awful that for twenty of those women that actually oh, did. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. 
you know yeah it's like the Salem witch trials and things like oh, looking man. back at those they're so savage but also like what were they thinking like how do you win that right mm. if you sink fair enough you're not a witch <laughs> but if you come back up you're a witch and we'll kill you anyway yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah, you yeah, don't, yeah. don't win doomed if you do doomed if you <laughs> don't win well did you hear about like they had like certain things rigged like they had like um it was almost like a knife, but imagine instead of like a blade on the handle, it was almost looked like it was like a nail. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they had them rigged, so they would they would go to like stab the the witches, the suspected witches, and they would say that if there wasn't a mark, it would show that they were witches because like Satan was instantly healing their wounds. But it was like a prop, so it would it would just go into the handle when they would go to like stab the women. Right. So they would be like, "Oh, yep, you're a witch, right? Let's burn, burn her." Yeah, but it's like that's just that's just straight. That's not even like being a religious nutball. That's just straight up just being a yeah. Um, and that's also you're just like a mm. a, a really bad person. Yeah, <laughs> you know right. I mean? like, naughty. You're yeah. like inventing that to deliberately go right. around killing and, women. Yeah, essentially. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like brutal. It's so mental with that as well. How like you know that tribal mind state of people where enough people get behind something that it's just they all mm. they're all like yeah like yeah, burner like well, it's you know like that like, sort of sheep mentality. I find isn't that it? Like, mental yeah. like because it's it hasn't been proven that people like are quite like that easily. Like if, yeah. if someone in a lab coat tells you to to um, yeah. electrocute, there was the a Darren person. Brown episode. Did you see yeah. that? And it was like. Basically, it was documented that they had like a kitten in like a jar or something, and they, it was like in a jar. No, no, it was like well, like it was like in a fish tank, but it didn't have any water in it, obviously. And it was basically like, um, this the guy in the coat, yeah, he came in a lab coat, and then he would go into a different room, but there was like a speaker, and then he would just basically say that they had to like press a buzzer to like kill the kitten, and obviously it didn't really kill the kitten, but for all intents and purposes, they thought that it would. Mm. And it was like something ridiculous, like um, like four out of five people just did it. Because mm. yeah. it's like mad. Isn't it? We did that one where they pushed someone off a tall building as well. Yeah, didn't yeah, like I saw that one as well. Experiments and stuff. We've seen him live, me and you. We did. We've been and seen Darren Brown. I remember, and they, it, he did this big bit at the end where he was. I can't remember what he was doing, but everyone had to stand up. Mm. Everyone was silent, and he was doing his big piece on the stage. Uh, he was trying to hypnotize people. I don't know. I can't remember what it was now, but it was a, his big big moment at the end mm. like an encore thing and someone just farted and just ruined the whole thing and it farts again can you remember that <laughs> mate that is was brilliant. it you Henry you that first yeah. second yeah. one yeah. <laughs> 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 the mic like no but it, it honestly but it ruined it for me because like That's you brilliant. know I, you was just so, I was so I think you had to have your eyes closed as well like stand up you were feeling the ambiance the intensity and then someone over Break there it. just like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. And everyone just, just cracked everyone up. Man, everyone the just ruined it. That's crazy yeah. how it actually ruined it like that. I know, and that's why I had to bring it on to the pod, you know. That's I mean, brilliant. Yeah, man. there's nothing funnier than a fart, is there? No, it's literally <laughs> yeah. it's absolutely hilarious. This it? is the thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're offended by farts, then I don't know. Like, everyone does them, don't they? You yeah. can either yeah. find them really funny or be miserable about it. Yeah. My nan doesn't happen. even know she's doing them now. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every step, yeah. yeah, that's brilliant, man. That's yeah, brilliant. dude. Um, you might, as I said, you might not be oh, able to think no, of something. Did, yeah, did you guys? Did you guys do the? Um, you didn't actually. So pick you, one are you yet, going? Are you? you going with Hitler? Oh god, I don't know if I'm that. I, I think that's. That I think guy. that's a pretty like. Well, Henry the Eighth. I was just they're both pretty bad, aren't they? <laughs> pretty genocidal. <laughs> if you were going way, with Henry the Eighth, you'd probably get more nooky. Uh, <laughs> Henry is. <laughs> <laughs> and who are you, man? 
Oh, I don't know. I, yeah, again, I reckon like some sort of like historical figure because it'd be interesting mm. apart from anything else to experience the time mm. as well as the person. So probably like I don't know someone like Alexander the Great or something. Mm, like that. Yeah, that'd, be, cool. that'd be pretty mm. baller, wouldn't it? It'd be yeah, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> well, he, he Talking existed, didn't he? You know, like, he definitely existed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like three, three or four faiths. You know, mm. like there's Isa in Muslim yeah. culture. There's yeah. obviously you know and he's in, not worshipped yeah. as a prophet in Judaism. Yeah, and in Judaism, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that'd be hella interesting. I, I always wonder, like, you know, obviously you like hear about like cults and stuff like that, and then it's like, something about certain people, isn't it? It's like, uh, well, like Charles Manson, mm. like had his cult, didn't he, in, in Hollywood, and he like convinced that yeah, those people. So, what was her name? There's in in you. Oh, she's one. Oh. In Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. that Quentin Tarantino movie, oh, yeah. um, Margot Robbie plays her, mm. but they changed the ending in the very Tarantino way without getting into spoilers. But in reality, the Manson cult went and killed mm. the woman, mm. the actress. She was like a well-known actress, wasn't she, in Hollywood? Yeah. And she was pregnant at the time. And I think they even like, Savage. they like cut out yeah, the yeah, baby or, did, like, yeah. rut, or just something disgusting, man. Yeah, it's but it's cool. like, it's the fact, I find it so crazy that there are, there are people out there that have this, well, it's a bit like Hitler. They have this weird ability, this almost a magnetism and um, that they can convince people that formerly were like normal people, you know, didn't have... Mm. Um, like criminal records or anything and then within years of being with this cult leader you can convince that person to mm. go and murder a pregnant woman yeah, like a beautiful pregnant young woman yeah. so that's like a charisma thing or do you think that's like I think we're like so or? adaptable as humans as well like, like an, in if a you're bad just, way it, yeah like yeah. if you're in a situation where you're surrounded by that much stuff and you, you know what I mean and you're just there with it all do you reckon the time, it's a bit like it will change you a bit like do you reckon it's a bit like um maybe some people are in so such need of like direction in their lives that if as long as somebody is directing you with enough conviction your brain is almost like so I don't have to think happy. about what I need to do. I just, it's almost just like blindly follow this person yeah, and everything. It's like releasing sense. dopamine or something. And as yeah. long as the person is doing a good enough job of being like, this is what you need to do. This is your purpose. And we're doing mm. it for this reason. Yeah. Not beliefs even... have power as well, man. Yeah. You know, like extremist views and stuff. It's like, if if enough people think that you, you can you can literally believe that it's true, well, it's like, even though it's yeah. blatantly not true, like you know? fanatical um, like religious people. Yeah, they you, don't. It's like to us, some of the things they do seems like mental. There's but like to them, no leeway in it. It's no. just that is that, and that you can't even say anything. Yeah, like, it's so close. To them, it's clear cut. It's it's is it's as normal as you know needing to drink, and eat, or mm. sleep. You know, it's just like that's the way it is. Yeah, yeah no, crazy man. Mm-hmm. Um, what Did else? you choose one? Yeah, I said um, Alexander the Great. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty cool. <clears> and another it? one I reckon would be really cool is Dynamo. Yeah. The Magician. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they do some weird yeah. stuff, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I, when cool. I watch those, I'm like... Well, like we were saying, Darren Brown would be a good one. Because yeah, he's yeah. almost like a magician in his own way. clever, man. Psychologically, he's just like streets above But then like everyone. Dynamo yeah. does like these weird stuff where he like, do you see him lift that weight? And yeah. Then, what was it? like? It's 140 kilos. 140 yeah, kilos. he's like a tiny guy, isn't he? Tiny, skinny arms. He's really sickly, isn't he? He's got like a lot of medical issues. Yeah. The thing I love about Darren Brown, though, is that he openly admits um, that it's psychological. Mm. But in in my opinion, that almost makes it even more impressive. 100%. He he dropped, so he he actually got me once with, uh, so I was watching a TV show and uh, at the end of the show, he said like, when you participate. Yeah, he said, so so before one of the ad breaks, he said at the end, before one of the ad breaks, I put in a subliminal message. Mm. Um, So if you phoned your mum during that ad break, and I was like, did you? my mum, man. Yeah, I see. Yeah, my mum. She was like, oh, see, it was weird, man. She was on her way home from, I can't remember where she was, but I That's was like, cool, what time man. are you going to be, mum? She was like, oh, 
not that long, just, what do you want? And I was like, nothing, I just want to see how long he'd be or whatever. Like, it was a completely pointless phone call as well. Yeah, yeah. That is, I that's felt, cool, Honestly, man. it was just like phony mum, like, and then gone. But I've never, never experienced anything like that ever because, you know, I, don't, I, I think I'm a bit of a sceptic. Yeah, um, I think it's good to be a healthy sceptic. But yeah, I think yeah. like... Uh, yeah, it was re- it was just really strange. I was like, oh, damn it, I phoned my mum. Like, yeah. He got me. But that's the good yeah, thing about Darren Brown. It's like you can't like. Do you know what I mean? He he's a skeptic as well. Mm. Yeah, he's yeah. just showing. It's almost like trick codes to the brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's so cool yeah. about it, isn't it? That's yeah. mad. Yeah, man. Well, when we when we went to watch him that day, like he was doing this thing where he was like, uh, I, I can't remember. He was trying to hypnotize someone, and he was like, "There's someone in the audience that doesn't believe, and I know I can feel it. There's a presence." And I was there thinking. I, I think that might be me. Yeah. And but that's he, what he does to you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no. And then everyone he, then he goes, he, but everyone who felt like that was probably going, that's me. That's yeah, yeah, but yeah, he go, yeah. The, the weirdest thing was, he was like, it's you. And he's pointing right at me. And, I, and I, my whole heart sank. Whoa. <laughs> he was pointing at the guy behind me. And he, went, <laughs> and he made him get up on stage and he hypnotised the guy and he couldn't read or something. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He couldn't read the letters that's on nuts, the page. Man. I but, thought it was me. But in reality, what he probably did was gave him a piece of paper that was jumbled up or whatever mm. and then mm. convinced him that it was that he couldn't read you know yeah, thing, yeah, probably, like, yeah it's crazy like i don't know how like why some people are way more susceptible to like to others like someone tried agreeability to do, maybe yeah, yeah. Some, someone tries to do it on on me once and it just didn't work at all but then like my sister like yeah. got up on stage at this thing at, um, in egypt or something it was like they had had a person doing a show was that sherelle yeah, yeah. and he she was literally like going around the stage, flopping around, pretending she's a fish and stuff, and just yeah. couldn't remember any of it. it was just like totally Mate, that's out brilliant. there, you know. Wow, and it's that's like so good, that's so weird. I was more, some people are more susceptible than others. Yeah. And, mm. I think that is the way the human mind works, though, isn't it? I think everyone's susceptible in some way to some things and mm. not to mm. others. I think I think we're all, regardless of how much you genuinely don't want to be, as well. I think we're all sort of biased in our own way. Yeah, yeah and I just say I don't even yeah. think it's necessarily a bad thing. But obviously, it's like we we have our people that we like know we can trust, mm-hmm. and you're obviously going to be shaped in some ways, you know, by your by your parents, by the other people that you grew up with as a child, you know, by your close friends, um, by the media you choose to take in regularly, and regardless of you could you can be genuinely the fairest person in the world and want you know and be want to be straight down the middle as as, as you can possibly be, but we're all going to be a bit biased, aren't we? Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Yeah. All right, so some more questions then, guys. Um, if you knew the world was going to end in 24 hours, what would you do? Oh, jeez, man, that's horrendous. <laughs> uh, I would drink, mm. take drugs, <laughs> and go to Bone Town. <laughs> Wait, that's a, to be honest, I'm a hen, that's a, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, I mean, I think, I'd yeah. do all the things I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> drink, drugs, Town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mate. I mean, yeah, that's a pretty good answer, man. That's yeah. a pretty good answer. What about you, fellas? Oh, it's such a difficult. It is a hard one, isn't it? I, don't, I, I mean, hopefully you're never in that situation, but you know, like, as I just hug my child for 24 straight hours, probably. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, th- that's the thing. I'm t- I'm torn between that and and hens. Yeah, <laughs> and, and actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the problem is, is you can't do them both. No, you at can't. The same time. No. Not at pick. all. It'd be super yeah. weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Maybe really freaking oh, weird, man. Yeah, no, really weird. Stop looking at me. Maybe, maybe you could just like allocate like twelve hours to one, twelve yeah. hours to the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. I think. Or like, a, mm. yeah, yeah, because you couldn't do an hour on and off. I don't think you'd go to bed. <laughs> you just you? Keep coming back mm. to your kid, increasingly more messed up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the last man. hour, you're just like. 
<laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't know. Since I've become a dad, I can't think about things like that. It just like yeah. breaks you. I find it that so interesting that. as well. Like oh, we, t- I remember you talking about it, man. Like we had it, we had a bit of a J like after a night yeah. out, and you. Were it was saying after the last F by Kai gig, wasn't it? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were saying that you couldn't describe the like the love that you had for your daughter. Like, like it changes you, things. It's yeah, another level, and, isn't it? It's another it, level of it's love. It's really intriguing for me, like to have not experienced that yet. To like to know that that's a mm. human like thing that's possible to experience. That's just like one of these rad things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a completely cool. different type of love, isn't it? Than any love that you could have for like a woman or a family member yeah isn't it or a close friend it's a strange one is it because everyone drops these cliches at you and like when you haven't got kids you're like yeah well yeah sounds yeah yeah, sounds so cliche you need to experience it to like yeah yeah, you think when you you have your child someone goes you'll never love anything like you love your own child and I expect Drew sat there going whatever man I I love smoking dupes but like like, I definitely love smoking dupes (laughs) but it is it's that thing isn't it Mm. as soon as your human is in your arms you're like and it's mad how like you can be having a day when your kid is on the worst form possible and it's doing your head in and you're thinking, man, I need to like get out of the house. I can't wait to go to work, whatever. But then as soon as you're away from your kid for like, just like, I don't know, like eight hours, say, you are dying to get back mm-hmm. to your kid, aren't you? Yeah, and, all, and it's like any annoyance is completely just gone. And all you think about is how much you love your kid and how much you just can't wait to get home. And like, if you know they say it's going to be past their bedtime when you get back, just even just to quickly pop in their room... Yeah. And just look at their little face sleeping, yeah, and that's yeah, just you just just looking forward to getting home just for that, and that's yeah. it's just mad, isn't it? It's mad how visceral that is. It's strange because obviously, like you never really think about things like that, do you? Until man. you're a parent, uh, you know. Mm. Like, yeah, and my kid was a happy accent as well. Mm, yeah, mine too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're so so fertile, man. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so manly, Michael, Michael Phelps. <laughs> but yeah, I don't yeah. know, like. um yeah, it's, it's strange because, like, like I said, you know, all the cliches are like totally true. And there's obviously a reason why yeah. they exist because people, it is the way it yeah. is, you know. I can't remember who I was talking to about this, but like, I think a lot of the cliches that adults tell you when you're a kid growing up that you at the time think are so lame, you do realise yeah. when you get older. <laughs> I know. And it's so frustrating because once you're an adult and you're on the other side of it, you think, if only they'd listen. Yeah. But mm. when you're a kid, but you you, 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 you know it's fair yeah. enough because you know that when you're a kid, you didn't, you didn't. care for what they were. You just thought, yeah, screw you, you so, dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. thought, what do you want about, man? Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. just like so full of rubbish. School years are the best years of your yeah. life, yeah. shut up. Nah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a, that's yeah. a perfect that. example, yeah. isn't it? 100%. I remember I was one of those. I like in school. I would be like, can't wait to leave school. Yeah, like it's such a moody little git. Everyone's the same man when they're young. Like, yeah. I think I don't think there's ever a child at school. It's like I really don't want to go leave school. Mm. I just you don't know, think you, you realize how free you are. Almost. Yeah, you have but, no yeah. responsibilities. No. Yeah, you can go home. You sit in your room. You play your P- PlayStation or whatever. Because you feel completely trapped at the time. You're like, I yeah, don't want to be this place. I have to go every day. Yeah. yeah. But then hang it's out like, with your mates. Yeah, it's you're so pretty chill. much hanging out with your mates and learning stuff. Like, now I, like, love learning stuff. Like, just in my it's free good, time. It's isn't it? Yeah. 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 Like, if someone tells yeah. you something you've never heard before now, you're like, oh, great. Oh, cool, man. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's funny. I mean, yeah, even, like, with this show and that, I mean, it's, it's you know, obviously we're complete idiots, so we talk a lot of rubbish. But we also, it's like, you know, it's fun to debate but, some really deep stuff yeah. and talk about... Some really interesting things, you know, yeah. which is like, you know, worthy of sort of any school textbook. 100%. And I don't know about you, Hannes, but like when I listen to the pod, I think, ah, oh, that's really cool. Like, and I learn stuff. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, that's great. I, I hear yeah. things and I go, oh, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, and it's kind of cool. It's cool because yeah. like it's, it has everything. This is why we love it so much. It's yeah. factual. It's like it's entertaining. It's informative. It's funny. Mm. Like you guys, I, I think mm. you guys are awesome. Man. Oh, cheers, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we think the same. Got a little shiver then. That was real <laughs> yeah. nice. Thank yeah. you, well, I think man. I really you know, appreciate it. It's like mm. for, for guys like yourself and the way that you know you, you write your songs and your band and everything. It's like we're obviously the same in terms of our sense of humor. It's like even when we're taking stuff yeah. seriously, it's we're not, not really, really taking serious. stuff seriously. And it's like doesn't mean that we're not actually taking seri- it seriously, but we can't almost like, or at least, or at least not for long, we can't get rid of that comedic element because no. it's just too fun just to be silly, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, life, yeah. you know, life isn't serious, is it? Like, no. Yeah. You can make it as serious as you want, but in reality, yeah. like, you know, we're all here for a finite yeah. amount of time. We're definitely yeah. going to die. You can either yeah. enjoy every moment or you can like take things really seriously and it's mm. do you know yeah i mean it's, it's interesting like just on the subject of school um two things i really disagreed with the school i remember i remember one thing that wasn't it wasn't a specific memory it's something that i just got told regularly and another thing i remember that mr watkins specifically told me i can't remember if it was in year seven or year eight pretty nice guy on the whole i thought mr watkins but mm. he depending on his mood which sometimes one, which one was that was it he was an older guy, guy ex rugby t-shirt yeah history. he was a history teacher yeah, but i think history. he would do other other lessons as well sometimes who was the guy who did it he's real miserable oh, oh Scowcroft. yeah Scowcroft. he was yeah mr watkins was way yeah, nice. yeah, i thought he was sorry yeah. yeah watkins really big guy bold he wasn't that big was, was he no he was bold on top wasn't he older older guy he was a cool dude i think he used to like he teach Nago for something like since it was like dr morgans or something like that he was like one of those guys um, apparently he was a really good rugby player back in his day yeah, but cool. um, he was he had he was he was like Welsh but he didn't have the strongest Welsh accent can you remember who I'm talking I about do remember but, exactly you don't, but, you, talking but about you don't remember who I'm on about I, th- I feel like I do maybe I've got like a couple I, I of people that, confused I remember the everyone name. always used to joke that he was having an affair with Mrs Ramsey yep oh yeah. <laughs> yes I remember him I remember him I remember him oh no 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 was that Wheeler and Ramsey yeah it was Wheeler it was Wheeler I was Wheeler I swear it was both of them wasn't it Oh, I swear, people were. I could have double team in a row. <laughs> I, I'm, think, I'm thinking about the RE teacher, and then she actually yeah, did and then she marry ended up with him. Yeah, no, that was yeah. Mr. Woodison. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Smith. what I was thinking. Was Miss N. Smith. Smith. No, Miss Smith. Was, Miss yeah. Smith. Yeah. 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 Smith. Yeah, and then they got married, didn't they? Miss yeah, Ram- yeah. Ramsey used to love me. Did you? <laughs> oh, in the cupboard as well. Yeah, with Mr. Wheeler, Mr. Watkins. Oh shit! I remember like I wrote this like real, you know, like how you write like love letters and stuff in school. Oh mate! I was I was like going out with this girl who was like a couple of years older than me, and I was in year eight. And um, who was that? This girl called Tara, and she used to live in Cannington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, um, I was like writing in this letter, and I was like, oh, and you can give me this dance, and you take your top off, (laughs) like being all like, you know, like like, a bit dodgy, you know, just like, and so, and and I remember like. Mrs. Ramsey came over and she just took it off the table and just like read it and I was like, no, like you know. Do you reckon she got hot? And I, but like she, she, never, like, she never, actually, she never actually told me off. She was like, this is very shocking that you're uh, reading. You know, what's, what's <laughs> yeah, don't you think you shouldn't be exploring uh, things like this at your age? Really, Erotic you know. Like, I know you're a nice. I know you're a nice guy. I know nice guy. A nice boy though. So like um, I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna give you like put get, like any trouble or anything like that. And then I remember smack since then she was just always really sound with me. Change your like, name oh, at the God. bottom to Wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
read it out loud. Yeah. Did you guys ever play that game called Nervous with a girl? Oh, dude, I've got <laughs> no. such a good story about that. Like, no, it's a game. Like, if, you, if, you, if you and a girl like, like each other, this is yeah. like a really silly game that you play when you're like in year eight. Yeah. So you're allowed to go anywhere with your hands until they say nervous, right? So there's this girl. Mate, who, like, that's she, such a hilarious so she, game. This girl kind of liked me, so she just let me touch her up while I was just there, just like dribbling. Going, <laughs> I love yeah, it. yeah it was, like, this is so cool. I love this. And then like Babies. when it was, she she never really said nervous. And then when it came to when it came to until my it turn, got to the butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it came to my turn, like she had her hands on me, and then she went and she went down to undo my zip, and I went nervous. <laughs> 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 oh mate, I love that. My, my story is really similar. That. I'm not oh, going to tell it. Wait, it's wait. very similar. But yeah, getting back to my little serious story about Mr. This is very hilarious now because we went on some real funny things and it's like not comedic at I'm all. Gonna, I'm just going to do Mix a quick wee break because I've drank way too much Gatorade. Cool, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We, yeah we'll, 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 we'll wait for you, Hen, until, uh, until, until we tell the story, man. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll wait for Hen until we tell the story. That's cool. Do you is remember it, Mr. Rigby? Yeah, I used, to re- guy. I used to really like Mr. Rigby. Oh, he had he had like, like a, a missing a yeah. Yeah, I used to find yeah. it like really yeah, crazy. Sure. Did he? Did he, he, died of he passed away, didn't he? Yeah. While we were yeah, yeah, was yeah. I think we were in year eleven, and he di- yeah he died, didn't he? Didn't he like yeah. whatever? Didn't he like all of his? Because um, he was the head of year. No, he was the head of DT M in our. He was the head, like you know, the tutor. That's it, the tutor for M in our year, and. um he just wanted all of them to call him Bob. And I remember thinking that was really sound. That was yeah, his first yeah. name, Bob Rigby. And he was like, yeah, and I remember thinking Bob. he seemed like he was probably like the soundest tutor of ever, any, any tutor group yeah. in our year. Like you'd see that they were all like real close to him. Like all of that, like, you know, this, oh, Rick, Bob and that. And he was just seemed like a really nice, mm. nice yeah. fella. Mm. I think there's no reason not to be nice you know, mm. as a teacher. Like I, th- I, th- I just don't really understand. I think some people go into teaching for the wrong reason, or certainly used to. Mm. They go into for the wrong reasons. Mm. You know, maybe they were like bullied at school and they just wanted to. Almost like a bit of a power trip. Like, you know that you can, like. um, Yeah, it's almost that control, isn't it? Mm. Maybe they're Mm. not used to having that. Are there any, like, kids, though, that you, like, really despise sometimes and you just think, oh, I fucking hate you? It's it's never. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a strange one, isn't it? Because it's never never necessarily the kid, it's it's the behaviour. Right. You know, like, and that's. Not always their choice. Sometimes it's, you know, like a product of upbringing. Sometimes mm, it's a totally. product of the environment, the time, situation. Yeah. And like, from from my point of view, like, it's, it's a lot of effort to hate and despise anybody, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, so, man. Like, and I certainly think like yeah. kids as well, you know, like they'll grow out of it and they'll look back and be like, oh, I was a bit of a tit at school, yeah. you know, like. It's almost like, how can you nurture a yeah. different attitude from them or yeah. something? Like, like yeah. for me, my, the one thing I not command but expect and would give to everybody is respect yeah. like that's a yeah. basic thing for me that's yeah. that's where I draw the line as soon as like kids are being disrespectful I'm like look I can't have you in the room I, d- I don't want you being disrespectful in this room like yeah, yeah. everybody else can manage it and I, mm. and you're being disrespectful yeah I, I that's a that. key principle yeah. yeah I think that's a difference probably between like guys like us four and then I'm sure we can think of examples in our in our years and stuff like you knew that there were some people that were almost like Going out of their way to be disrespectful, yeah. like we were never rude. like that. We were just we were just really naughty. Yeah, yeah. there's a massive difference. Yeah, it's that silliness. It's a massive it's not disrespect. It's yeah. silliness. You know, it's boisterous, mm. yeah. silly. Never wanted to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. Never wanted. And to... that whole like pushing the boundaries thing, yeah. like that's a natural thing that you should do really. Yeah. In all and of course, anyways, you sometimes so. accidentally hurt people's feelings, but there's yeah. no malice behind it. Mm. And then hopefully you can explain that and make it up to that person. So, I know for me. There were definitely times because I had quite an extreme sense of humour and I would do just really stupid stuff in school. And yeah, I would sometimes accidentally upset somebody. Yeah. I remember once accidentally making a girl that I got on with 
cry just because I thought I was like bantering too hard at her. Yeah. And then she just started crying. And then it was almost like to me, I remember thinking like, oh, I don't want to do that. What, what, why are you crying? And then I was yeah. like, instantly I was, I'm really, really sorry. I didn't even like dawn on me for a second that she could be like upset by no. what I was saying. Yeah. No, I think the best thing you can do it. is acknowledge it and apologize yeah. and just be a man about it. That's yeah. hundred percent, you know, really, man. Yeah. I think that's the only thing you can do really. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's, that's what I tried to do and it, and, and, and it never happened again. And I also think with with age and, and maturity comes this and I when you're a teenager I don't know about you guys but I I, I couldn't really very well put myself in other people's shoes or understand right. what it was like to be of you know empathy. other people I I just thought you know I as I was saying earlier you're sort of so busy doing you don't think mm. so I was just I was just being me and I've not really the sort of person that suffers from like anxiety or anything like that and I guess to somebody that is and is maybe hyper conscious when someone's like bantering with you hard Maybe you, because of your anxiety or whatever, your paranoia, things like that, rather than seeing it as a joke, you're taking it far more seriously than the person that's bantering with you. Mm. Mm. And then as a result, they're taking it personally. Yeah. yeah but I just couldn't really understand that, I guess, as a teenage boy. There's a fine line, isn't there? Yeah. There's a yeah, fine line. sure, man. But yeah, no, so get back to the point. <laughs> I remember that I, I really disagreed with, with Mr. Watkins. I remember he had a right go at me. Um, in in the class once because I was just me- mucking around and I remember he pulled me to one side and he was like shouting at me and he said that like life isn't and he was like life is not a joke and I remember that really stuck with me and the older I got the more I think about that and actually think like I sort of I, I get I kind of guess get what he was saying but I actually sort of disagree with that and that's mm. what you were saying earlier Joe it's like you know, you don't have to take life seriously. Mm, like, right. life shouldn't be this dire, serious thing. It is like, like the cosmic joke. Life sort of what really. you make it, and <laughs> yeah. your life's going to be a lot more enjoyable <clears throat> if... You're having fun. Do you yeah, remember that yeah. um, Joe Rogan was talking about um, when he did, like, a DMT trip, and he was saying that um, all of, like, the, the kind of vision that he saw were these, like, li- like L things or these beings, but they were all, like, full-on just giving him the finger. Like, like just like just millions like endless <laughs> geometric shapes that, like. yeah I watched it the other day like yeah. him talking about it That's and it was just like really like just like completely like giving him the finger yeah. and he was like he said he went into this with like so much reverence and so much respect of this like of you know but um, he saw what that was showing him yeah. was that he was taking himself too seriously mm. and almost like because he said he got like when, when, he, when it, they were doing that in like the trip he was like, his initial reaction was he was like super annoyed that they're like some, you know, it's almost like someone taking the mick out of you. Yeah. But then he like realized that he took himself too too seriously. And then um, he said, as when he had that realization, they all of a sudden all changed and were like, eh. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's like this thing of like, don't, even if you're just like insanely like on it and talented mm. and like um, have all these things going and you're super regimented with your mm. health and, yeah. you know, you're on top of your game. Don't take yourself too seriously. That, that reminds right? me a little bit of like the some of the check tours we went on because we really pushed the boundary sometimes in terms of like pranks we were doing to each other on those those check tours. Um, God, we missed out on them, didn't we? Really? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Just yeah. missed out. Yeah. Oh man, brutal. But let's face it: if you're like eighteen or nineteen and you're hammered and you're in that, you know, you guys know better than anyone. You're in that guy group. There's like, you know, you're in like six or seven guys. You're all wasted. Mm. It's just going to be piled on more. Yeah, and it's a bit like exactly what you're saying about Jurgen and, and the elves. It's like the moment you laugh along with your mates, you think, yeah, he's, don't he's, take, a, he's a good crowd. And it's yeah, happened you know? to me as well. It's like, almost I, like respect. I, I, you think, yeah. I respect that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I used to take myself 
too seriously with st- like things like that. I yeah, know, I think you used to do it a little stuff. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it is like, and it is, it's, it's almost life's way of checking you and being like, you know, you can get stroppy about it or you can yeah. laugh and say, I'm going to get you back harder in a minute. Yeah. You better run. And it's like, much better to do the second option. Our, our, our band's a brutal band to be in for that sort of very thing, is it? You, yeah, you, have yeah. to, you have to be able to take it. Oh, God, yeah. And if you can't take it, more often than not, you, you don't last in this band. No, nah, you're mm. right. Yeah. And like, we know how to sort of like take it. And like, yeah. if, like you said, if you react to it in a certain way, you're going to get it yeah, a nails. lot worse. Mm. Yeah. Oh, 100%, man. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. yeah, man. I think Jay has experienced that, hasn't he? Like early doors. Yeah. We used to talk about his mum quite a bit. <laughs> she's she's straight, such a sweet, lovely lady, yeah, but yeah. we just are horrible people, aren't we? <laughs> and um, we are just horrible people. I love that. And, 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 and like, cause Jay reacted early doors when we talked about how fit his mum is. Mm. Like he snapped and he was like, but we it's just like, it's going to encourage you isn't oh, it right. mm, now we're going to talk about your mum every time we see yeah. you so yeah. he just yeah. like for about a year he would react and then we just broke him and then he was like ah oh, okay <laughs> it's like yeah, breaking yeah, in yeah. a horse yeah, yeah. That, that's, 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 sometimes it takes time doesn't that, it yeah that, that was the same thing, thing thing with Joe on um, the tour and as I said you know over the course of my life Joe's, Joe's like right up there some of my you know best friends ever but as I said it just for whatever reason I don't know if it was like lack of sleep or what, but he was just reacting really badly mm. just on that tour. I don't know what it was, but um, I said nothing but love and respect for Joe. And I know that he would, you know, probably think back and just like laugh at himself oh, like yeah. that now. Uh, do you know what I mean? But... Do you remember, um, sorry, it's a, no, no, sorry. You, but no, a sorry. similar sort of thing actually where I, do you remember us at Shark Boy's house and you guys drew all over me when I'd fallen asleep? Yeah. So I was working really hard. I was working <laughs> with my dad and we were fitting kitchens and like we're doing loads of lifting and stuff. And like in the, you know, like we we're a young lad. So we'd go to Shark Boy's house in the, in the evening and like... 420. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and then like, you know, I'd wake up on Shark Boy's floor. They're all still blazing up and it'd be like three in the morning. I'd be like, oh no, I got to get up for work in like three hours, man. Yeah. So I'd like really? get up to go home and I'd usually have drove, driven Soul Man out there because he didn't drive at the time. And like, I looked at my face, I was covered in pen and I was like, dude, can we get up in three hours and go to work? And I'm like, I got like dicks all over my face. <laughs> and like, just like, I was like, you guys are assholes, I'm out. Like, so yeah. I got up, stormed out, got in my car turned it on and just like reversed off the drive and started driving off and saw my was like banging on me and like, you, you took me out here man I can't get home and I was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he's like I didn't even draw <laughs> completely innocent it wasn't even like, him it was yeah. not him at all uh-huh. it was everybody else and right. I just left him there ditched him off and I got but I you lost let it. them do it it was gone man <laughs> yeah. incredible but yeah. yeah, I remember that me reacting real hard to that. It's incredible. Mm. I think obviously we've all done it like a little bit. Oh yeah, totally. We used to have a sound guy, didn't we? Oh, called Corns, dude, and he yeah. had one bollock. And he, <laughs> he never lived that down, mate. You can't tell us a lot that you've only got one bollock, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> he must have been our sound for about six months. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's that's got all too much, but Broke he should, yeah, I mean, he should just accepted it. We just, I think, unless you're in the band or like you've really got a passion to stay in the band mm. you just get destroyed by us and you'll end up leaving yep <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I think though like the good thing about being with with guys like yourselves though is that when you realise you're in that environment and, and there's like no holds barred to me that's almost like a weight off your shoulders because then it means mm. that you're free to sort of do whatever yeah mm. 
Do you know what I mean? It's a bit like yeah. what I was saying earlier on about how sometimes, you know, those almost <laughs> those restrictions of like adulthood. Yeah. You're like, I can't really do just. I, yeah. I, I think it's that yeah. thing about like, um, you know, knowing where the line is when you're doing it out of fun or if yeah. there's any mm-hmm. element of like cruelty or like you're oh, doing it out of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, that's where the line is. Yeah, if you're doing it to like, 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 um, banter. Yeah. If, if it's bants, then it's, it's yeah. all good. But if there's like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that's, that's where I mean, like, it can we, we talked about when he was real dark that time mm. like and we just took him to tore strips off him or whatever like mm. he didn't walk out of there and go home and be like oh they hate me like he walked out and I, I immediately phoned him like on his way home and I was like are you, are you actually alright dude like because yeah. that's you know that's yeah, you're a mate yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're not you know at the end of the day you're bros we've rinsed him hard we've torn yeah, strips yeah. off him but actually you want to make sure he's not gonna we do care really yeah, 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 like, yeah we, yeah, we yeah, wanted totally. to obviously make a joke out of it and lighten his mood and stuff mm. but like I think that got him to a point where on the phone he was like yeah dude I'm, I'm okay like I needed that thing mm. is if that, on that on that uh, on that day if you guys had come up to me and put your arm around me and said oh it's okay you'd have cried that be, wouldn't have worked I'd have been yeah. like yeah, got, yeah, yeah. What's all this about? Get your hands yeah, off yeah, me. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> call me a prick or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure, man. Mm-hmm. Right, dude. I'm just trying to think of any more questions quickly to ask you guys before we wrap up. There's got to be some, isn't there? There's got to be some, isn't there? There's got to be some. Um, okay, this is, this is quite an interesting one. Okay, if you, if you woke up one day... Um, and there was nobody else on the planet. <laughs> what would you do? <sighs> like there was, there was just nobody around. There was just nobody there. That's it. Done. Like that's it. You're like society is like completely. You know everything. You know the buildings. Everything is like still there, but there's just nobody. Yeah. Ah, like, ah okay. like what would you do? Mm. I'd have some hella fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Just like because there is no restrictions, Ferraris, all that Come stuff, on. you know. Draw a face on a beach ball. I yeah. think you'd get super lonely really quickly, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, then make I, a Wilson, I would do you? like yeah. a massive ayahuasca ceremony. <laughs> and then like I love how that's the first thing you yeah, do. Yeah, like after the Ferraris and stuff, after I've done all those bits, then yeah. I'd have a massive trip because then you'll be like in community. You'd have to be super careful at the same time though, wouldn't you? Because if you hurt yourself, there's no doctors, there's no mm. like Oh man, you know? I'd be I'd be I'd be on my back. So you'd Oh yeah. You'd want to do all these really cool yeah. dangerous things speed boats yeah. jet skis oh, yeah, I know, but yeah, at the yeah, same yeah, time you'd be yeah. like actually if I <clears throat> break an arm or a leg yeah, here, I'm yeah, done you'd be, yeah, yeah you know so mm. yeah. you got to find a line there for sure I think I, I think it's, a, it's an interesting one though isn't it because you could in some ways you could do anything yeah but at the same time it would almost like suck because there's just nobody to yeah, enjoy terrible. Yeah. your knowledge yeah. would be like a limit as well of like how even how to like work things or do yeah. you, you know what I mean well like, I guess I don't even know how stuff like the like the electricity grid works in terms yeah, of like, exactly. without maintenance like, how long would it yeah, last true yeah mm-hmm. you'd have to strip it right back to basics wouldn't you'd you you'd have to run a jenny wouldn't you but, mm-hmm. yeah, but even then if that breaks down you've got to break oh. into the jenny house I think yeah. you'd almost like want like a like a really like amazing almost like log cabin or something because you knew in the long haul mm. And then, like, you would teach yourself while things were still good, teach mm. yourself how to, like, you know, grow vegetables well and yeah. how to farm animals. But that loneliness and... thing, like you're saying, like, did, did you see um, Into You'd the be Wild? Lost, wouldn't you? That, that That's film, what, Into the Wild, that and that was the last thing. You. Yeah. Mm. Did you see, have you seen that movie, Into the Wild? Yes. Yeah. And when he dies in the yes. bus in Alaska yeah. when he yeah, gets yeah. out there. And then he didn't the, like learn how to survive properly, did he? Before well, he went, yeah, I think he just ate the I wrong berry. Pretty, yeah, he yeah. pretty much did. Yeah. Like he was doing really well, but then like um, he did like die of starvation, didn't he? Yeah, because of because of like um, this one plant that he mm, ate. Yeah, 
was super poisonous, but oh, it looked like another it plant. Throw it, it, made, it, it made him not be able to take down oh, any food. Yeah, so, so he, he just slowly, yeah, would just, was just dying of starvation. That's brutal, isn't it? But the last thing he wrote was, um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but mm. it was along the lines of like, um, life isn't life unless it's shared or something. Uh, like, you know, yeah, so, yeah, so. yeah, I remember that. He yeah, probably felt so lonely in his last moments, just yeah, in the freaking yeah. bus in the middle yeah, of Yeah, just wishing that you were just with the people. Like, great film, you, great you film, by the way. Yeah, I love yeah. that film. I've never seen the film. I know the story. It's cool, it's cool. No. But well, I suppose we are like pack animals, though, aren't we? Yeah, humans, social animals, you, Yeah, you have yeah. to have that, that, that level of mm. sociability. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah, I think to fully enjoy that moment when you're on your own, uh, the last day on earth or whatever you said I think you need someone else there really don't you yeah 100% mm. dude it'd be tough on your own it yeah you, it's certainly like you know yeah you wouldn't just want to who would choose just to be on their own I know no. that would mm. be really sad are we yeah. talking like for the rest of your foreseeable like you yeah, so the you're, rest so, of your life yeah out. you're going to live the rest of your life yeah because I could do it I could do a week or you probably I think the first, the first really week it. or two would be fine yeah, yeah, yeah. dude yeah, yeah I'd, I'd go straight to the cinema yeah watch Titanic or something yeah Loads of popcorn. A yeah, sympathetic loser. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. he'd like go there in like a chopper or something. Yeah. <laughs> dangerous, dangerous. Yeah, just dangerous. Sit, sit in the, sit in the uh, cinema on my own. Yeah. Life <laughs> would be like Grand Theft Auto for a little while, yeah. wouldn't it? But, I mean, you could have whatever you want. Yeah. But yeah. you wouldn't be able to enjoy it because no. part of enjoying stuff is... You'd enjoy it a bit. Like. You'd enjoy it for a while, but things would get boring fast without people to enjoy it with. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, it's, I think what's interesting is when you put yourself in that scenario... You realise how much you do in life um, isn't well, not even necessarily is like to share it with other people, but like for some sort of thing to do with other people. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Whether it's like, I mean, I know this is sort of obvious in a way, but like driving like a really nice car, that's almost like instantly meaningless if you're the only person in the the planet, isn't it? And it makes you realise in a way how shallow it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. I think if I won the lottery, like I'd just go and get myself a real nice van. I'm not even interested in sports cars. I'd, yeah. I'd have a sick van. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just go, just just go driving around in my van. I'd be well happy with that. Who's that? Oh, I was just handing his van. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, with like a bed in the back and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah for yeah. sure. I think mm, part yeah. part of that is cash me a bed. Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think part of that is what I'd do if I was the last person on earth as well. I'd get myself a sick van and just like, <laughs> yeah, bro, because you can have as much <laughs> fuel as you want. Just get loads of oil and fuel. Yeah, yeah. I reckon I'd, I'd go and find a load of like Haynes manuals and stuff and just try and learn stuff like I yeah. think you'd How have to make it as comfortable to. as possible mm. you'd, you'd have to like, learn stuff you'd have yeah. to learn some engineering stuff when things break and then you'd have to you know you'd have to try and find yourself some I think I'd have to like yeah. try and make some sort of um, long term database or like <laughs> Database? No, no, I'm just, no, I'm just trying to think. Like, say, say like, say you're real IT. Like, no, 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 not like, not like, not necessarily like, writings. Not like a computer. I'm talking about like carve it into stone or something mental. Because you, if you were the last person on Earth, obviously when you die, there's going to be no one. Mm. And I would think that if, but all the other animals are on the Earth and stuff. So if like millions of years from now, like another mm. sentient at, like creature evolves, or if like aliens come. Mm. I wouldn't want them to be like confused. I'd want them mm. to have an accurate log of, of everything that has happened. So mm. I try and write down like the history of the earth. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because if it was just all on the computer and in books and they're not probably yeah, going to no, last that's very why long, I find they? it so interesting all the Graham Hancock stuff. Mm. Have any of you guys seen yeah. that like, thing on Netflix? Yeah. 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 All of those all of those um, you know, um, ancient monuments and everything that are literally so old that we have no clue about them. Makes but you think, doesn't it? Yeah, that's just that that was their way of imprinting like we were here. Yeah, there's like a massive like we were here like thousands of years ago, and like we don't understand it now, but it'd almost be like that. Like 
whoever is coming down, they wouldn't quite, they wouldn't be able to yeah. speak English. I want to make it easy. So it's like, you know, yeah. Well, that's one thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously, because I would only be able to write it. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. And that's why I always think like some of these like pictures that are on these ancient monuments, the reason that they are pictures is because it would be like symbols people will more well, understand. I remember, like, I remember hearing like one, I can't remember who it was that was saying about it and it was like saying about how we use emojis now mm. so often in like with our phones and that's almost, it's almost like we're gradually going back to hieroglyphics. Mm, yeah, <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? It sounds like really yeah. like silly to say but we sort of are. Yeah. It's so easy to convey how you feel through like a little picture. It yeah. Is, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. It's almost like it's easier. Yeah. Like I think I, especially younger people. I said to Joe earlier, I'll come and pick you up, man. He was like, yeah, cheers, dude. And I gave him the emoji with the sunglasses and a fist. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's what you want. Yeah. That's that how you instantly know yeah. hen's yeah. intentions are like, probably say a gift back to me. I think it's like a gift. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you like a good gift. I like it. Yeah, I like a good gift. I like a good gift. More about that John Travolta in Pulp Fiction one at the Ooh. moment. Nice, nice save, Jay. Looking around like that. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It's one of my favourites. I like that one. I don't even know what it's from, but you know with that guy and he's like in the snow and he like turns around and he's like... <laughs> yeah. I like that one. I, I do like that, that one. one. You know if like anybody puts up anything like good or that you really yeah, yeah, agree yeah. with or says something yeah, that you're really happy about, you're just like, yes. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I think I was quite late to the GIF game. I only figured it out like a year ago I had a GIF. What does it stand for, by the way? Does anyone know? Uh, oh, know. Something image generated. Something? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I have no idea. I'm Someone, sure someone's listening right now, going, "You idiots!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do you do this? I do this with this pod sometimes, though. Yeah. Like, well, I'm like, oh, "This, this, 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 oh, this, yeah. this," and, then yeah. Yeah. and someone's doing that right now about yeah. what yeah. gifts. Yeah, man. Let's face you it, we're doing it right yeah. now. Jim. That's one thing actually that was really I found actually when you started doing the podcast. You're, so, I don't know why it's like something about how your mind's more relaxed. Not not because I'm nervous about doing it, but there's a lot going on in my brain when I'm talking to people when I'm quite a scatty guy anyway mm. but like say if it's like 10 30 at night and i'm in my kitchen kitchen and i'm like listening to a podcast while i'm doing some dishes or something for some my mind it's so sort of at ease and i sort of feel like i'm like ahead of everything that's going on in the podcast almost mm. Mm. and every time let's say yeah whether you listen to Joe Riggle or something and he doesn't know something and you and it comes to you really easily but when you actually do the podcast yourself it's like that that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> you easily, you like really easily forget stuff and like yeah, feel on mate, the spot. And even yeah. today, like this this little conversation we've had, there's been a couple of moments where I've know I've wanted to say something, but I've just been like, oh, yeah, I don't know what I'm, you know what I mean. It just yeah. doesn't come out properly. Yeah, and actually, you've had it a few times oh, listening man. back to your mm. listening back to all of your pods so far. Mm. I know that you've had the same problem a few times. Yeah, where, like you've really wanted to express yourself, but the words <sighs> just don't come out. I think that's the thing that I have quite a lot, just generally, you know. So yeah. a podcast is a good way to almost like practice doing it because yeah. I find it like my community. I think some people are like much more naturally communicative, like or can communicate in a way that's got better um, communication skills yeah like, yeah there you go like i think it's helped all of us like in in, in different ways like me you and, and Bull. um yeah i think we didn't obviously or myself at least and i never thought like oh yeah it's probably gonna like help me further down the line doing this podcast but i think it's like probably helped us all like grow in different ways mm, and learn yeah, and like learn and become more aware i think it's in, in a lot of ways i think especially for bullwinkle but just because he's so young Mm. I think when you're like 19, you're like a sponge. Mm. And I think that you're a mixture in some ways of like, you sort of, it's what goes back to what I was saying earlier. You sort of, you have no concept of mortality. Um, and in some ways, I think you're almost like the cockiest you're ever going to be in your life when you're a teenager. Yeah, sometimes, maybe, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, but certainly not for everyone. I, certainly not for everyone. When I listen to 
the pod. The impression I get from from Bullwinkle is that he sits and he really respects you guys. Mm. Like he's well, that's listening. what I mean. Like he's absorbing. Yeah. That. And, that's and, what I mean. It's like he absorbs a and lot. And the way he looks is that he's like, these guys know stuff. Oh, I, do you reckon? Yeah, because like, like, I didn't pick up on that necessarily yeah, at the time. I, I don't know if that's how he feels. He might, you know, he might <laughs> listen like, to this idiots. and go, "This guy's talking <laughs> absolute whack." But yeah, um, yeah. If, like from what I hear mm. and what I see, he quite often he does this sort of what I do sometimes, where he goes, "Ah, oh. right." You know, like no and it's way. almost that sense of wonderment in, right. in what people are yeah. saying. Yeah, um, but by the way, like when I say like you know, I talk cocky. I don't, I don't mean it in a bad way at all. And I, yeah. and I think that every. Uh, you know, not every teenage lad, but a lot of teenage lads are like it. I was more cocky when I was a teenager than I am. Your whole life ahead of your world there is your... And, and I think you mm. you think that you know more than you do. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I think, um, you know, yeah, like for Bullwinkle to be as young as he is and you're like a sponge. And I think he's just like absorbing so much at such a rapid rate. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I think usually like most people his age, um, the jobs you're doing, you're not sort of interacting yeah. with people the same way he is with us guys in here. You're only interacting with people your age who are obviously more likely are going to be at your level. So you're sort of like going, you're trickling up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In terms of like the stuff, you know, where I think mm. Bullwinkle's um, getting to like our 30 year old mindset already. Is it, yeah. is in that, he's also in that sort of generation where probably spent more time talking to people on phones than he has yeah. in real life. Yeah. Like mm. I remember going to a show. We were playing. This is like at the Labour Club. Do you remember these two kids? Oh yeah, yeah. man! Used to love Labour Back in the day, oh, I used to love those Labour Club. It was a good show as well. But I remember inviting um, one of my ex-girlfriends, and she brought her younger sister, Mm. and she must have been like fourteen at the time, fifteen or whatever, and she'd never really been to a gig before. She loved loved music, had Mm. really cool taste in music, but just had never been to a show. Um, And I just remember her inviting one of her friends and they literally spent the whole night standing from me to hen away from each other just texting yeah like on their phones like that just like and then filming the band and like not really actually Mm. being in the moment you know yeah Yeah. to be fair to born i think he's actually very mature for most people Mm. his age i know um you know uh, somebody in um my missus family who's similar age to born when she's very much like that Mm. but whenever i'm around him i yeah i can't i almost like can't help but stare at her and i'm just like what are you doing Mm. Like we're in a social mm. situation right now and you're like completely tuned out yeah. and I can guarantee that whatever you're looking at on your screen it's nothing like urgent or anything like that you're probably no. just scrolling through social media it's like an inability to mm. yeah, to just yeah. like communicate it's like the, the fastness as well like I, I sometimes I think um, with Bullwinkle like it's uh, it, your, your life is so fast paced with the information that you're taking when mm. you are on your phone and everything you're doing it's about information like we're mm. like it's like we're you know it's like into that information yeah. age where everything is on the computer accessible yeah and it's like but but it's like sometimes like it, things slow learning things that are like a slowed down state or something like how, you know how where we've grown up and kind of like um I don't know. Like it takes longer to do stuff sometimes. It just mm. just because of the way we had to do it or whatever. Mm. And then, but you know, it, it's changed. And I think this like attention span thing. It's oh, like yeah. losing attention yeah. and or like flitting from one thing to the other. Sometimes it's a bit like whew, slow down. Yeah. Well, look at like TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the most successful app of the last couple of years. It's yeah, just, because it's so yeah. <laughs> And it's, it? and, and three seconds, the way it's going seconds. is it's just encouraging that even yeah. more and more yeah. and more and more. And I, 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 I get a bit yeah. like, sketched I'm, out by it. I'm not, I'm not about that. Nah, mm. man. And it's, the thing is, it's like weirdly addictive, 
Um, but yeah, because you I remember can feel yourself it. doing it as well. Like, because if I do go on Instagram yeah. and stuff, I feel those little dopamine hits when I'm reels. That's through. it. But apparently, like, yeah. I remember hearing that's what like, it is. It is dopamine. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah I said. I remember hearing that. You know, it, you know, I watched this podcast with that Dr. Andrew Harwoman guy, and he was going into like the science of of why people do it and why like people increasingly, increasingly stay up ridiculously late at night because they can't put up their phones. And they were saying yeah, it's because for every high you get in life, you must have a countering low. Mm. Um, that's just the way our minds work. So ideally, you sort of want to stay pretty balanced. balanced. <laughs> but like these little dopamine hits you're getting from like reels and stuff, from just like cheap lols essentially, or anything that floats your boat, it's giving mini dopamine hits. But as a result, your mind naturally wants to resist the crash, the opposite of that, which is you're going to, even if it's just a mini one, it's like, you know, you wouldn't even notice it really. But mm. your mind's resisting that. So that's why you just keep doing it. Great, but it end, but yeah, you end up doing it for hours. Mm, I've done that. I've yeah, been there. Mate, I think we all have. Yeah. And yeah. afterwards you think, what the hell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why the hell have I like, done this? It's, it's such a waste of your life. I've, that's one thing I've said to myself like this crack. year. Like, I actually have a New Year's resolution. That's to just, like, stop doing that mindless scrolling rubbish and mm. pick up the guitar, man. Mm. Like, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I deleted all, all those apps off my phone like yeah, facebook's man. gone instagram's gone all Fair of play, the social media is gone off Fair my play, phone. Dude. Mm. if i if i want to look at any of that i have to physically download the app look at it yeah. and i'll delete or the app like again. log yeah. in on a computer yeah. somewhere mm. like yeah. so just uh, like it's a, it's a time waster and actually time waster. nothing you get from it is positive in my opinion yeah. one thing i was talking to um um like a a guy about last week was um I was talking about like how time is 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 like no different in than money in terms of like it, it's, well, an, it's, an, it's an it's an it's yeah. an investment yes yeah, time a, is an investment 100%. so you need to be very careful mm. the same way you wouldn't just chuck your money around well mm. unless unless you're an idiot or like you know so, yeah. <laughs> but like you know you would you got to yeah. be just as careful with your time as you are with your money every mm. every minute is an investment yeah. are you gonna, are you going to choose that to do something that not necessarily it doesn't always have to benefit you it could benefit your, your missus or your kid mm. or, or a friend of yours but you know every single minute or every decision that you make with your time has long term ramifications so mm. it's like you know how do you want to invest your time do you want to invest your time bettering yourself and thinking about the long term or do you want to you know go to, you know get really wasted mm. or mm. you know scroll through yeah TikTok. it's like choosing what's easy over choosing what's hard but what's hard is going to benefit you so much more yeah. but i'm like so i find that so hard to like it's hard not to do the easy opinion, option you know, yeah. i yeah, think i think most sure. people especially people mm. that are like really deep into it it's it's really hard not to do the easy option isn't it 100 mm. percent, man self-discipline yeah. it's too it, easy yeah. to sit on the yeah. sofa and just like scroll yeah. through reels and yeah or know. chuck you know chuck netflix on yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah man that's yeah. it that's it i, Go to I, the McDonald's I, drive I crave those comforts yeah. of yeah. just being comfortable so yeah. much and i just love just getting in this like bubble of coziness yeah. of yeah. just watching this amazing like, even like with like, food in that it's yeah, like do you do everything and doobies and like good good meals yeah man doobies and boobies like good meals usually are going to require like more washing up it's more faff Oh, like and it's a lot. Meal the other night, man. Yeah. That was oh, so good. Man, I had so many yeah. dishes to do, but it was a good mm. meal, wasn't it? Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. Christmas goose. Christmas yeah, goose. Callum does a goose. yearly Christmas, Christmas goose, goose, man, oh. and it's just insane. I referenced it in yeah, um, you did, our um, you, yeah, um, yeah, and on, on um, and on that flying high this Yule track that we did, <laughs> that was like a line. It was like oh. about a perfectly cooked goose. <laughs> yeah. The reason the reference to it is it's because um, last year when we were doing it, Josh Ayers just started like wetting himself laughing. It's just Josh, Josh, mine and Josh's sense of humour. 
we were like we had the goose and then we were like went into the living room we were just like listening to music and stuff on youtube and it went up onto my search and it was like how to cook a perfectly cooked goose and for some reason josh just started wetting himself he just thought it was really funny i think it was just like his like his like i like idea of me just like sat at home really like <laughs> nerd, like a goose, sitting yeah, old yeah. lady just like trying to like think about i can't Exactly. <laughs> watching all these videos on it like homework you know. I don't think I've ever eaten goose oh, I haven't man, eaten. a lot of so people good. have told me that when yeah, it's perfectly cooked it's like perfectly cooked goose <laughs> 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 on the point yeah 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 oh, I've man. never had a goose oh we'll have to come yeah, around next Christmas it's, it's yeah. A, yeah man <laughs> it's a bit well it's a bit like duck but just um, obviously a lot bigger yeah not exactly like duck I'd say similar. like um, like, 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 almost like greasier than duck, but like in a really fattier, good way, like yeah. fattier, but in a really oh. juicy, succulent way. Rather Man, than yeah, like, I've, I drained all the fatty. fat, and I'm just going to use it as like, you know, uh, that's that's <laughs> that's like my cooking oil mm. until it runs out. And I've got like a fat bowl of it, guys. <laughs> and it's like I made myself a bacon egg sandwich out of it the other day yeah. with 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 goose fat rather than like butter or oil. And oh me, wow. best bacon egg sandwiches you could possibly have. Honestly, <laughs> oh. dude. it's amazing. Like anything you cook in goose fat just tastes amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like potatoes. They do like duck fat and goose fat, don't they? Potatoes. Hell yeah. When dude. you said about bear cool. fat as well, I really want to try bear, oh, bear fat. Yeah, man. Apparently that's <laughs> insane. Yeah, they used to make Alex so much of it back in like the um, frontier days. In America, they would like it was like gold. Lamp- like yeah. Gold, oh, yeah, it, it was. Yeah. They'd use it for like everything. Like you know, they would use it for lamps and like per you know like bars of soap, um, mm. cooking. Apparently, yeah, like as a cooking. Uh, That's weird. That fat call it. is like soap. Like I remember that from mm. like Fight Club as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what they. Used. I mean, obviously they didn't anymore, but in, back in the day, they'd all, yeah it'd be like fat. Yeah, but if you'd ever seen like a proper like just like you know cold stored animal fat it does look like a bar of soap almost. Block, doesn't it? it yeah 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 like lard or yeah it's like a block is it mm. i have no idea how we got into this conversation <laughs> <laughs> so about the christmas goose Man, we're, getting, we're getting deep we're like fifth dimension pod this is Whoa. this is this over two hours or is Mate, it like... yeah, this is our longest ever pod oh no yeah oh, yeah this is our lo- this, it. This is the longest ever well, you, know, <laughs> you know me and henny gonna listen to it at least yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the longest ever pod by about an hour i don't think we've ever done a pod over an hour and a half and this is coming up to an hour. We're just hours. shooting it with friends Whoa. though, really, we aren't are we, at this point? With that's yeah. that's what I like about pods, man. It's just yeah, it's cool. getting the deep conversations. Yeah, man. I'm all about that. And like you mm. said, I know I'm going to be listening. Yeah. yeah. And you know you're going to be listening. And that's all that matters. There's two listeners. Yeah. That's good. That's that's all and the more content, the better. Actually. Are we talking to ourselves in the past, present and the future right now? Like, yeah. You're like Scrooge, mate, like, or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Hi, Hen. <laughs> <laughs> How's it, how's it going? Mate, when you listen to this back, you're going to be like spun out. Yeah. Whoa. You're doing well, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. Whoa. Watch out for that tree, man. Watch <laughs> out <laughs> for the fish tank. Yeah, man. Turn, turn left. That's crazy turn about that left. fish tank, though. I mean, I think like, you know, when you think about like ways that you might die, you often yeah. think of like grandiose things. <laughs> that, to be honest, talking about it made me sweat a little bit. I had to take Did my um, coat off. Yeah. yeah you find it really just, uncomfortable to talk about it, don't you? A little bit, actually. yeah. Because I felt so stupid. Like amongst feeling you relieved. Are. Was yeah. it almost like because of, as I said, like you, you think of like how you might die and it's like seems like grandiose, but <laughs> Fell you don't tank. think I'm going to slip on a fish tank no. and, and might die. I was on, I was just like, uh, I was a train wreck at the time. I was just like, you know, hell raising, just like drinking all yeah. the rest of it, like going through the, one of those stages in your life where like, you know, it's self-destructive. Like yeah. One of them. Mm. Exactly. Man, I was going to ask you like if what, what, what that was like, if you had like a big change yeah, like afterwards, an epiphany, because yeah. like you... <laughs> hear that quite a lot with like near-death experiences and where people it is almost like it's your soul giving you a kick up the butt to like to yeah. almost like to to like do you want to do you want to be doing this like so much and just kind of exactly that yeah mm. it made me think about a lot of things and yeah i don't know i stumbled talking about it were you with bit. were you with mm. becky yet 
No, so we just started like talking a little bit, and right. like and then we, we hit time. it off straight away, me and Becky. And then I and then like that happened. Did she, you know her a bit from school? Because yeah, I remember Becky. Yeah, from yeah, school, yeah. Right? We, yeah. We, we've known each other for, but like, like forever in the periphery. Yeah, so you our, didn't know her like super well. Yeah, so after that, like I think like that's when we just sort of like went like that because like yeah, nice. Mm. No time to waste. No time to waste. Fall on yeah. the fish tank. Get in there. Get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was crazy, crazy moment. Mm. Puts things into like perspective. A bit more, than yep. yeah. At the time, probably not even thinking about certain things, but then something like that happens, and it's like, whoa. I mean, I yeah. think I can't remember if we've talked about it, Drew. I'm sweating before, again. but I, it is weird isn't it, how it's almost yeah. like I know it sounds yeah, it's another cliche thing, but like any day could be your last, yeah. And you could like people could die in like the most weirdest ways. I mean, mm. if you think about it, every time you go down the stairs, do you know what I mean? You 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 could trip and break your neck. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I live in a bungalow, so... Oh, you're, well, not Joe. I've eradicated that. But the rest of the us three, yeah. we're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Joe would be all right, but... I'm all good. Yeah, yeah man. No stairs. But it's weird, yeah. just like, it's weird to think that, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, sure. it is. But, then, you know, you could say that about anything. Like Final that. destination. Yeah. yeah. But like, when you look at Elvis, like one of the most famous people on the planet, mm. died taking a poo. Yeah. Mm. Like, Mama Cass died eating a ham sandwich. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, did you hear that? No. Yeah, you know the you know one of the the, the larger lady in the Mamas and Papas right, right, that right. band. Yeah, she, she died. She well, died. She, on the yeah, ham. she was just eating the ham sandwich at Brutal. home and just choked oh, on it and died, man. She was like, at the time, I think in the seventies, especially in like sort of the California music scene, she was like one of the biggest musicians on the planet. Oh, that's wild. Ate a ham sandwich one day. You'd never think this ham sandwich could be the end of me. Would you? No, 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 no. You probably wouldn't even think twice about eating a ham I sandwich. I think, right? yeah, you no. Know, but <laughs> you just, just unluckily at the time, she was on her own, so no one could give her the, the Heimlich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just choked to death savagely. Yeah. It's brutal. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's well, like, uh, Who's the lady who did the the song with the Pogues? Uh, Kirsty Chris McGuire. Cole. She she got nailed by she got decapitated, didn't she? That's how she died. Like by a jet ski or something like that, like a jet ski accident. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real brutal, man. But then again, like same sort of thing. Just was out in the sea having fun, just got nailed by a jet ski. That's proper final off. destination, that is. Yeah. That seems really dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah incredibly like Brutal. I remember, like, you know, one of those like cool sort of like movie trivia things, especially like with horror movies. I remember hearing that like there's a. Have you guys any of you guys seen like the the Omen, the horror movie, The Omen? No, um, I have re- years ago. Really good. I don't know if you guys are into your horror films, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really into some horror I, films. I know. I, I just don't the good find ones are good. Scary, I'm not. Man. I'm not. I'm no, not neither, super neither, into them. I'm not. It's my cynic. Yeah, you know, I don't like find them scary, but I, like, I, yeah. I, there's something about the macabre. I, yeah, do, I yeah, sort yeah. of can get into I it. I get it. I get it. I totally get it. But yeah. But anyway, yeah, during the first Omen movie, there's a guy who gets um, decapitated by like a, a, a sheet of, of like a Ooh. window pane. But it's like the, the truck crashes and it's got all these like sheets of glass in the back and it like flies off and it decapitates him. And um, it's one of those sort of like, you know, people say like, oh, you know, did it actually invoke Satan or something? But like that guy within a year actually died in real life in almost like exactly the same way. Ooh, and it's one of those weird what? coincidences, but yeah. it's like people nowadays obviously say it like, you know, Oh, they used some actual real satanic like incantations in that, did they? You know, the mm. God fearing folk are like, mm. you know, yeah. it's a bit of a coincidence. So like, yeah, so. the, like the Exorcist, isn't it? A lot of the cast of that oh, died right, quite yeah. quickly and that sort of thing. Like the yeah, yeah. It's a I think sort of I thing. think um, it was the same thing in sort of Egypt. I think I can't remember what Pharaoh it was. Whether it was like Ramesses or Tutankhamun or something. But within a year, obviously, the tombs of all those pharaohs have got loads of curses on. Mm. Um, and it says, like, if you know, if you translate it, it's like, you know, all he that enter will perish and all this stuff. And obviously, like, the archaeologists were like, yeah. And I think, like, every, I think there were, like, four archaeologists. And I think, like, within a year, they'd all died. 
One of them had like died in a plane crash. The wow. other one had like I don't know. I can't remember how they all died. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm pretty sure all of them died. Wow. Yeah, it's like oh, it's like let's face it, probably a coincidence. <laughs> well, but oh, it's yeah, one of yeah. those things that it's like yeah. seems menno still. You're like, yeah, whoa, yeah. what are the chances of that, man? You Which can find yeah. patterns in anything that can. You, yeah. you look yeah. for what you yeah. want to look for in everything. You know. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, for sure, man. But yeah, that's that's that skeptical mindset, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, as I said, I think it's good to be. A skeptic on really on the whole i think as long as you're like um not like skeptical for the sake of being skeptical yeah you know I, mean? I mean you talk about it's like occam's razor isn't it yeah you look for basically the most, the obvious, most answer. obvious answer within you know things that you understand yeah. mm. so and you go through the checklist don't you what's the most obvious um like answer for this if there's no way that the most obvious answer could be correct, what's the next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just go through that checklist, yeah. don't you? What's obviously cool about life is that sometimes there isn't any obvious explanation. No. And that's where you've just got to sort of be humble as a, as a, as a monkey, isn't mm. it? And just sort of go like, don't know. And nobody knows. I think that's, and that's kind pretty of what, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of why I like, um, like shamanism and like psychedelics and stuff like that, because it's, it's so crazy really and it's out there, but it's all, <laughs> well, it's, 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 exper- it's, it's experiential. So like all of these things, yeah. like, you know, that you <laughs> could have a word. You could, is <laughs> I it? like to know. Oh, yeah, it's a good word. Oh. Mate, let's rock with it. Exper- okay. Experiential. Let's go. Experience. Is that not a word? I don't think so, man. Oh, well. It, Wait, I mean, it is now. It, it is it, now, man. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what you mean, so it's all good. Yeah, like, so it's based on your experience. So no matter if it's real or it's not real, mm. if you experience it, then it feels real to you. And it's mm. like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's it. If it can be proved or not. Well, proved, it's like it's truth like, is in the eye of the beholder, mm, isn't because it? Because there is like magical, crazy things that can happen or that mm. you can. But that, you know, when you experience them yourself, that's like, whoa, like, you know, the universe is this crazy place where you can have all kinds of experiences, you know? Yeah. And I think so- I think most of us have had like a couple of things that in our lives happen that you can't explain. That doesn't necessarily mean it's it's unexplainable. It just means that we can't explain it. Yeah. So I mean? Mm. Yeah, man. <laughs> and even like science in general, there's like something so is, much yeah. that science hasn't figured out. Maybe we will one day, maybe we won't. But yeah, again, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, we're just, we're monkeys really, aren't we? So there's only so much we yeah. can know. It's quite funny, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is actually hilarious, isn't it? Yeah, you can't take it too seriously. No, you can't. <laughs> that's, that's what it goes back to, isn't it? Yeah. 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 They can't, there's no point taking life too seriously. No, no. Right? Just rotating around a giant ball of gas. Yeah, you just got to try, and, at the end of the day, yeah. like, you just got to try and have a laugh, try and be good to your to your mates and your family. Yeah. That's about it, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's... When you enjoy the wonders you. of life, yeah, food like, and music, and when when you have a child, you kind of think, like I I think long long term now, mm. like my goal is to just make them a good oh, human, yeah. and then like yeah. hopefully they'll make someone else a good human. You yeah. know, mm. it might not be their child, it might whatever, but mm. like as long as they are a good human, yeah. I've done my bit, yeah. and like yeah. that's a hundred percent. That's what I think now. Yeah, you know, like I, I don't really care that. Well, I do obviously. I'd like to live my life, but I don't really care as much about what happens to me. No, I'm as, like, but as in, I do about in turn, I think that makes you a better person. Like, like yeah. that gift that that, that yeah. your child can can, can make you want to be the best person for, for that other being, yeah. Yeah. and like, and you know, and make them the best that they can yeah. be. Like that. That's that's so cool that that's just um, like, a, like yeah like it's something and it's not yeah it's you. not something you plan is it it's not no. something that mm. you think oh yeah I can't wait to have kids so I can make them a great person no. and you know mm. but like you know I and you want to be a good person for them as well yeah and you know Sorry. and I always you always want to hopefully be a good person anyway like you know yeah like, for sure you know sure. there's no slight on anybody else I love and care about you no. know like I love my wife to bits but it's whatever, different but though isn't it it is just is yeah. different mm. yeah with your child it's like a it's a totally different kind of love and 
and yeah. it kind of becomes they're so innocent and they're your responsibility yeah. you've created that person yeah talking about like you know stuff you know cosy supernatural stuff I, to me one of the weirdest most magical things you can do that almost like spun me out even though obviously known about it all my life i think i don't know if you either of you guys had the, the this sort of moment but when i had my own kid it really almost like spun me out how it even happens yeah do you know what i mean it's like <laughs> you like plant a seed <laughs> yeah. in another human and they grow and, flower and and that's what i tell my they, daughter they will <laughs> yeah they I will plant the seed <laughs> mommy grew the flower they will make another human being yeah. a whole human being that's like some sort of weird fusion between you and that oh, person that's nuts. Mm. and that's and all the freaky, dna man. that you carry of your ancestors yeah. like yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's like past. some weird mm. like fusion between the both of you it was a hell of a night mate <laughs> 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 yeah, but, but like that's that's spinny man that spins me out how, how long was like your labor with um is it evie evie yeah evie, yeah yeah how long was your your labor like it was uh about 18 hours oh that's long yeah man well, yeah. for like start to finish like pushing for Mate, 18 hours or start to finish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you did some hard work man yeah, yeah. I can yeah. tell you, I'd take my hat off to you if I was wearing one. That's like, my, that's like one of my dad jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially yeah. if my missus is around. My, my I'm too. like, I don't know what's going to wind her up now. Yeah. Tell, <laughs> tell everyone long? I did all the hard work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I was just basically just trying to be a good water boy, as I'm sure you guys were yeah. as well. I just basically had like ridiculous amount of sports drinks. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I was just like squirting it in her mouth. I was the like, same non-stop. I was feeding my wife wine gum. She never wants to look at wine gum ever again. Yeah. I was like shoving them in she was like stop giving away guns I think she got through like seven bottles of Gatorade oh powerhouse wow. yeah yeah love that how about yeah. you yours was like you were in and out for a little it while it was a weird you? one for me like uh, it was uh, I spent like three nights uh, sleeping on a on, on hospital floor next to her bed thinking he was coming he could come at any moment he could come at any moment you know? mate that's a long drug up process and then on, so on the fourth on the fourth day she was like just go home go to your bed just get a good sleep and um, come back tomorrow. You must have been a bit delirious almost. I was just point. like, all right. So I left and I went to the pub for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like a bloke thing yeah, to do. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Like, and I, what I was would like, my granddad have done? Yeah. <laughs> go home, go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I went to the pub and I was there all afternoon. Um, I went to bed at about 10. I set my alarm. No, I made sure my phone was on loud. And then at 12 o'clock, her mum rang me and she was like, he's coming. He was coming. I was like, oh God, I'm still shit faced. <laughs> yeah. So I had to get in the car and boot it over the hills to Musgrove. Get, you know, it was, it was a bit dodgy. It's but I, yeah, I got there. Nice um, one, man. And then, yeah, three o'clock in the morning on that fourth night of being in hospital, that's when he arrived. Yeah, but Becky was knackered. It man. was wild, four, mate. Four days. And Everyone always says, "Oh, it's the best moment of your life. It's the best day of your life." I've had way better days than that day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrific. It was it's brutal. Intense. It's, intense. it's really intense. Yeah. Did you guys have like a mental adrenaline dump when the child yeah, came out? Hard. And uh, I got yeah. sent home by the the midwives. Did you? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really bad with like blood and stuff anyway. So right. like I was on my knees by the time she'd given birth. Like mm. I was just like, I'm gonna pass oh. out. I'm so bad at this. And the and like the um the pediatric nurse was uh, the other uh, doctor, the pediatrician came in and she was like, <laughs> "You're all right." And I was like, "You're the baby. Don't worry about me. Do the baby." Yeah. Like, yeah, and, yeah. and my wife was like, "He's a big wuss. So just yeah, <laughs> yeah. just ignore him." And uh, yeah, so like my daughter just was ignore born. Ignore him. I love yeah, that. Essentially, <laughs> she was quite small. So mm. I freaked out. I'm not like a small guy, you know, I'm no. not yeah. your size, but w- yeah. in terms of height and yeah, stature, tall, dude. Yeah, yeah. she was like no bigger than my forearm, you know, and I was holding wow. her in one hand and and I, and I'd never held anything so small and fragile and precious yeah. to me. Yeah. And I freaked out hard. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know what to do. It is spinning, like, man. I, I've got to 
bring this human child, raise this tiny thing. And I, I had I'm the scared. same sort of experience. Yeah. I was terrified, bro. And I, and I was so tired as well because yeah. like... I know jokes aside, obviously not comparing yeah. our fatigue oh God, no. at all to the woman. You don't get watered and fed, you know, like yeah. as the bloke. I, I realised how dehydrated I was you. afterwards. Nobody cares about you, dude. Yeah, like, I was. I realised I hadn't drank or eaten anything in yeah. since I, the beginning of the ordeal. And, and absolutely useless, aren't you? Yeah, and you feel like a right wazzock yeah. even saying this out loud, <laughs> don't you? Because you think like, and as I said, it's not comparing yeah, at all to is. anything that the, the, the woman goes through. Because obviously what they're going through is infinitely... Yeah. I mean, I think like I've heard that like the average um, like labour is as intensive on the body as as a, as a marathon. It's car crash as well, yeah. It's yeah, it's like car crash as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm, so intense. it's so it's you know whether whether you're going by the the marathon or, or the car crash, crash. Yeah. that's that's very both, fatiguing. We both can, things tire. You yeah, both yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, as as you said, like um, and rightfully so. But no one's thinking about the man at the time, and you, you yeah. you're too so busy trying to be supportive. As I said, for me, I realised I was super dehydrated and I had the same mm. moment that you had in almost, almost like that mini freak out. Mm. And I, I'm not like that naturally as a person at all. And I was the one that really the whole time during the pregnancy, calm. I was like, it'll be fine. I'm the same. Everything's going to yeah, be fine. I'm, I'm going to take it as it comes. Like I take everything in life as it comes. Mm-hmm. And this, regardless of whether I'm in a really bad situation in life or in a good one, I'm just going to sort of tackle it in the moment and just yep. sort of see what happens I'm and just same. do the best I can. Um, that's sort of my mindset but yeah I had that same sort of freak out that you had mixed with the dehydration and everything and it was really hot in the, in, in the hospital room but it was um, you know it was like uh, March so and it was like still pretty cold you yeah. know mm-hmm. um, yeah so I sort of like was a bit layered up but just dressed inappropriately for how hot the room was and I was like sweating and dehydrated and I freaked you know yeah I had that same sort of freak mm. out I had a super adrenaline dump it was like the relief of the child coming out Yeah, I felt relief because obviously um, if you're partner managers to give birth naturally like mine did and you know then obviously that's a really good thing mm. but uh, you know obviously there's there's never any guarantees about that you and worry we, about we, we, we were yeah, teetering yeah, yeah, on the brink sure. of i remember the midwife saying like you know if if it's not like starting mine to show too. soon Same then we're gonna have to like sounds very similar yeah, yeah. then you, you know, we, were, we were at bridgewater at the time yeah. you're gonna have to go to musgrove yeah, we, and, we were at musgrove in the end yeah, yeah we, we ended up there well i mean jerry had preeclampsia which is like high blood pressure right. so we, yeah. we had she had to give birth there but Right. You know, that's that's really dangerous in itself yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um but yeah, she she was absolute trooper, but the one thing that freaked me out is she just was dead silent through the whole thing. Oh, really? And like when she's quiet it's bad. You know, like really? cuz she's a talker. Right. My wife she loves to chat. Mm. And it, and she said nothing. Mm. The I, I think one of the only things she said to me was stop giving me wine gums. <laughs> she'd had enough. Wine gums <laughs> 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 really open and, yeah, and, and, and she was just like stop giving me wine gums and I was like orange juice but like she yeah she was I, I, I felt like a spare part in the room and you, you, you probably do. experienced you do, it don't you? you feel so hopeless you, were ju- mm. you are useless mm. you yeah. are absolutely useless mm. you are there to just be sort a, of be a water stand boy. around and, yeah you're yeah. a water boy and a, um, and a cheerleader but yeah like holding her in my arm I say arm because she was that small yeah. you know that's, that's one arm she was like six pound four yeah um, yeah pretty tiddly yeah small but you know perfect in every way as yeah as yeah, of course, you man. would know but like i just freaked out hard and i was like i don't know how i could like raise this human mm. and the, the the nurses were like i think it's about time you went home don't you <laughs> <laughs> serious i love how that's like you yeah. just got like almost like dissed yeah. up yeah almost like dissed S- by the midwife me. and i was like okay yeah I, I think so so like my wife was just like yeah just put her in the like the incubator or whatever it was yeah like the cot thing that they put yeah, in the yeah, bed yeah. 
And she, yeah, bless her heart, she had a terrible night of just being milked all night by midwives or whatever they do. They're ah, like trying nice. to get the baby to suction <laughs> on. And, <laughs> Sounds like so brutal. When but that's like what that. they do, don't they? Like <clears throat> literally that like, first 24 hours is like they're trying to get your human to latch on to yeah. your partner and, yeah. and like... It's not, I don't think I don't imagine it being that massively pleasant experience. No, it probably so. feels a bit like being like abducted by aliens or something. Yeah, she said it kind mm. of felt like um, like the breastfeeding thing felt like really uncomfortable. I hope she doesn't mind me talking about this live. On a, I feel like I'm on Loose Women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was just like, man. The breastfeeding yeah, yeah. thing is yeah, it's pretty intense, man. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. you know being milked and all that. Did you did, did you do any breastfeeding? Uh, uh, no. I'm <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Yourself? I know you've There's got, a funny story I know about you've got whopping great bangers. I've got a funny story about this, actually, going back to the whole... I've got a Bulgarian friend, and he came up to me one day, and he was like, um, oh, how, how's the baby man? And I was like, yeah, he's good. And he was like, is he drinking lots of ditty milk? <laughs> and I was like, nah, he's on, the, he's on the bottle, man. He goes, oh, well, you better make sure he doesn't turn out to be gay. <laughs> Mate, I love that. That's brilliant. Yeah, crack me up. Oh, man, what, yeah. a le- what a legend that guy is. I'll always remember that. What a legend <laughs> that guy is. Mate, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. I think that's a pretty good like place to wrap up on the, yeah, on, yeah, on, the t- on the titty milk bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just before we go, um, what's, what's next for Shoot the Moon? Got any gigs lined up? Not no. really. No. 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 So what are you guys um, We're doing got, at the moment, if anything? We're in the process of recording a new track that we wrote, which we wrote oh, about... Nice. Um, the, the lockdown, didn't we? Yeah, um, that's how long it's taken for us to get it out there. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's called Tier 4. So it's about, like, right. the highest yeah. phase, and it's it's yeah. really stupid. It's all about, like, having house parties you're not allowed to have and not being invited to them because you're not allowed to go to them, technically, but sure. actually still going anyway, that kind of thing. Um, so there's lots of references to, like, using Zoom and um, drinking on your own and right. being in the middle of the road because there's no cars and that kind of thing. Like, yeah. 20 so, days later. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. like in a really stupid yeah. Super Moon kind of Juvenile way. Um, yeah. Oh, I like it, man. It's, in my opinion, probably the, the, the catchiest song we've ever written. It's just oh, nice, got man. some oh, awesome, really man. good vibe to it. Yeah. Um, really it? good fun. Sounds awesome, man. But yeah, we're, we're in the process of getting that onto the the sort of recording software and getting it out there and yeah. from there. So that'll be next. And then beyond that, who knows? No. Awesome. We're going to play um, some Shoot the Moon tracks nice. after after this to wrap this up on the Look radio. It, For everyone that's listening on the radio, we're going to play you some Shoot the Moon tracks in a minute. Nice. Um, but for everybody that's listening, all these friends of the pod out there that have never heard of Shoot the Moon before, go and check out Shoot the Moon on um, every format possible. And... Cheers, Joe and Hen, for coming on the pod. Absolutely legends. We're going to have to get you back again, guys, because uh, that, that, yeah, um, that's that awesome. almost three hours went by too easy. I know. It's mm-hmm. so easy to talk. So, um, we'll have yeah, to do thank it again. you so much for having us. Cheers, guys. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, you guys. Cheers, everyone.